to episode 327 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for May 8th, 2021. I am one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nixon, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Uh, nothing much, man. Just um, going, you know, springtime. Haven't seen any cicadas yet. No. Haven't seen any cicadas yet. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe after this rain, Daniel, because been, it's been raining these yep. last few Soften days. Soften that ground up for brood 10. Yep. And then, then after it gets sunny, you'll see them popping up like flowers, like daisies Ugh, coming up. Gross. They, they call it, I think I saw an article in the Baltimore Sun calling it, this is their debutante ball. <laughs> oh my God. That's what that's what you look at it as like. Don't look at it as as like an annoyance. Look at it as like it's their debutante ball. But I was they like, I don't think out. a whole bunch of the people just be fucking at debutante ball. <laughs> Apparently, like I, I never been. I never been. It's their prom, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So what 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 we got, Daniel? Uh, some big news happened this week. Yeah, some some not really gaming news, but very related to the gaming landscape. And I know for you and I, it's kind of been a you could you could call it gaming news, big institution. News. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, three of the very major players from Giant Bomb: Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker, and Vinny Caravella. Say what Giant Bomb is. So it's a video game website about video games, and they also do podcasts. Uh, the Giant Beast Cast is kind of their flagship. And then when Vinny Caravella moved out to the East Coast, he started the East Coast office with Alex Navarro, and they had the Giant Beast Cast. Um, so two very prominent podcasts. Giant Bombcast has been going on for. I don't know. It's been forever now. And, you know, you and I were listening to it back when we were working at Target, what, over and 10 that was years like in ago the, now? Yeah, that was like in the early 2000s. Yeah. I mean, not early, not early 2000s, mid, but the yeah. mid-2000s, mid like before 2010. Yeah, between, yeah between, before 2010. And, yeah, I was. I think I list, started listening to him probably like within like the second year probably. Maybe the second year or within the first year. I want to say second year. And um, yeah, she she said because she already knows what the news is. We're about to say because yeah, she knocks stuff over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, take a take a second here. We're relaxed now. <laughs> so they were like one of my first podcasts that I listened to. Like when I first heard about podcasts, and then I me. Mean, not when I first heard about them, but when I started first listening to them, I said, I want to give podcasts a try because I heard, I mean, I read some things about like, hey, people talking about video games. I was like, okay, just, uh, it's like a radio show. This is what these podcasts are, I guess. And I guess talking about video games, that's what I like. So I, they were one of my first ones. It was like them, Joystick, some IGN ones, which some of them are sort of still around, but there's just not the same people there anymore. So they're totally different. Uh, when One Up had a website, I was listening to them. When uh, uh, the Talk Radar, Games Radar, yeah. um, had one, and maybe they still had one. I mean, they took a break, but that's when it, they had totally different guys on there. Mm-hmm. Those were my early ones, and like, and Giant Bomb was one that I I really I really liked. They were my one of my favorite ones. That I used to listen to. So, yeah, I want you to you say the news, you know, because you, you, you definitely heard it before I did. Yeah, well, I, I said that the, these three guys left uh, basically saying 
they announced on the giant beast uh, giant bomb cast this week which comes out on tuesdays that the three of them would be leaving as of this friday so for the fan base it comes as a kind of a big surprise it's you know not a lot of build up to this it's just hey we're going to be gone um and it sounds like behind the scenes these have been discussions that have been had for a while now and it's they they recently got acquired by a different company and i don't know if that has anything to do with it we we kind of saw some departures a couple of months ago um in ben peck and abby russell abby was on the east coast and ben was on the west coast um and they've had kind of a revolving door cast they've had people come and go throughout the years patrick klepik austin walker dan um dan reichert uh, so they've they've we've seen turnover there before, but these have been the guys that have basically been there since the beginning, and yeah. to see all three of them leave, and even weirder have Jeff Gersman, who's who's kind of been he's, he's the one that started the, it. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been the the he's elder the statesman of of video games. What's, what was the guy who passed away years ago? Uh, was that was name? Ryan Davis. Yeah, him and Ryan, yeah, Ryan started Davis. it originally. Yeah. Um, and to have him stick around is even weirder. It's not, you know, hey, we're all going to move on from this company together and maybe start a new thing. It's, you know, we're headed out in our directions and, and Jeff's going to kind of stay here and, and maybe rebuild the ship. And there are a couple of guys that are still with him. Jan Ochoa, who came on relatively recently, he's like a video producer guy as well as Jason A. Stryker, who came over around the same time as Dan Reichert from uh, Game Informer, actually. Um, and he's another video producer guy. Matthew Rory, who's always just been around mostly behind-the-scenes stuff. He'll be on the podcast from time to time when they needed some, you know, a seat filled. Um, but that's kind of it. Like, the entire East Coast office doesn't exist anymore. So no more giant beast cast. They're not going to have that anymore, which really sucks. I was very excited when they did that too. had people move yeah. out to the East coast. Cause I was like, Hey, that's closer to me. I, you know, maybe I could get in there some way, shape or form. Oh my God. Dang <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but, but I, I, I liked it just because they had another show for yeah. that week. It was Absolutely. another show. And that too. Those guys. Yeah. You know, it was kind of sad seeing Vinny leave. Cause I liked the interactions between him and Jeff. But then basically having double the giant bomb content was exciting for me as well because you did. And they and then they brought in people like Austin Walker, especially to the East Coast office, who just had like a completely different take on stuff and and was very critical of games in the more traditional critic sense. Like he could actually, you know, very eloquently explain this, that, or the other thing about stuff. Um, and Patrick Klepek, who was in the West Coast office, was was a very good games journalist. Like, he would break stories and whatnot, much in the mold of, like, a Jason Schreier. Um, so it, it's weird. I, I want to see what Giant Bomb becomes, you know, who Jeff is able to bring in, or if he brings in people. I mean, it's such a weird time to do this right now, because all of their stuff for the last year and a half has been via, you know, Skype or or Discord or Zoom or whatever. 
anyway, so it, they haven't been in the office, you know, because they were part of CBS Interactive before this latest acquisition from Red Ventures. Um, so CBSI had closed the office and they were all just streaming from their home PCs. Oh, uh, so they don't have that same office anymore. Yeah. So I, I'm not even sure what, as far as like the, the acquisition goes, like where they would be located if they were to go back to an office space. Um, so I don't even know how much it's worth bringing in a ton more people for Jeff. If it's just like, I'm going to be streaming from home anyway, you know, he has enough personality to, to keep, keep going with the content that he has. Obviously the giant bomb cast, I think you need to bring more people in, but they do still have guys like Jan and Jason, who I think anytime that they're on the podcast are very enjoyable to listen to. Jan's a younger guy. So he kind of brings that perspective to stuff. He'll talk about Pokemon and, and things of that nature. And, and Jason is very much a fighting game guy. And that's kind of a niche that you don't see a lot in a lot of general gaming podcasts, really. But yeah, it's like you said, we, I think I started listening after you. Cause I, I remember you talking about it and, you know, talking about like how Brad would always talk about Starcraft and stuff. And yeah, it, what's funny about that is like, I remember listening to the, the giant bomb cast for quite a while before I ever was introduced to like their videos and whatnot. Cause they did very much like they're called quick looks, but they were very much like long plays, you know, an hour yeah. and a half of them talking about the stuff. And I like those a lot because it gave me the ability to see the game and a little bit of opinion on it, but it wasn't like a review where people would tell you hey this is good or bad it was like hey here's the game in its rawest form and you get to experience it a little bit and you can decide whether you're gonna like this or not this was before yeah this is like i didn't see anything like that on youtube at the time Mm -hmm. if there was anything like that on youtube i didn't know it yeah they were kind of the pioneers in that stuff was seeing them do it because i used to watch that too mm-hmm. and get a good look of a game yeah and now you you see that all the time now mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's, that's like, what everybody that's, does that's, yeah exactly ourselves included in some ways yeah but yeah i mean it, it's crazy to think and, and at some level i always wondered like are these guys just gonna retire from this website like are they gonna get to the age where they you know either aren't relevant anymore or aren't don't want to talk on the internet about stuff anymore. Cause you know, some of these guys are in their mid to late forties and oh, you know, yeah. getting up there. So as far as video games go, I mean, obviously, but, but, but they see, I always think of like this, that cause I don't know where the age is because though you can say with those guys, they were, young enough to be around the early console years. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have nothing like this before. Right. So you didn't really have a media where, oh, you knew like, okay, somebody gets this age, they're going to leave. They grew up with it. They mm-hmm. grew up with the early consoles to what it is now that I don't know if it's, is there an age thing with it? Like, oh, this, this age now, you're too old to be in video games. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, if it's if that's if that's it. I mean, yeah. at least if me if it is that they stop, then that I guess that will be the that will be the point of yeah. like where you say, oh, 
this is the marker. So okay, I guess we get around the forties. Yep. I guess you really you stop the giant bomb doing this content. <laughs> yeah, you, you stop doing this content. Well, I mean, it's crazy because uh, uh, like, like even what's his name, uh, Andy McNamara, right from Game Informer, who yeah. recently left there. Like it's and it's not even just video games. It's more so like games enthusiast media journalism. Enthusiast, yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. yeah. Because he's still. He's with what? What company he's with? He's still with a, a gaming company, EA? right? Yeah, I yeah, say. He, yeah. He, he's with a gaming company. It's just that, yeah, like you said, enthusiast kind of way. It's just because uh, like podcasting yeah. and and that kind of stuff yeah. has a very but like, like Jeff Keighley. How old is Jeff Keighley? He's gotta be in his forties, right? Close to yeah. fifty. Or is he going to go the route of of Carson Daly? What, what what exactly what route is that? I mean, Carson Daly just went to be doing news and like on Today Show. He still does entertainment, but he's not like MTV. Okay, you know? he's he's on the Today Show now. Yeah, he's been on Today Show for a minute. All right. I mean, I know his I mean, talk for, show went away. You know, it was like two in the morning talk show or whatever. But I didn't know. That's that's why I asked. Like, what is that? Because I don't know uh, where he is now. But okay, that makes oh for sense. God damn yeah the, yeah that's right. Carson Daly did have that show. Yeah, uh, yeah, because that's where I know him from. I was like, hey, that's an MTV guy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he does. He's on Today Show and he still okay. talks about entertainment. Yeah. but it's not like in an enthusiastic way. He's just right. he's very conservative. A conservative way of talking about entertainment. And it, even it, then, it's 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 just like podcasts and stuff feel like they have to be very on the pulse because you're the ways that you can make money off of them feels very limited. Whereas like when you join a game developer publisher as a PR guy, that feels very much like traditional business, even though it's still video games where there's like an established career that you can have there. Whereas like games journalism still feels like, those guys are pretty much what we're doing, you know, like to an extent it's, you know, they're making money off of it, obviously, but it's what anybody with a, with a mic can freaking do nowadays. Cause you can just post your stuff to YouTube. You don't even need a website, you know, it's just there and available to everybody. And I want I'm just scared that, because I don't know many other podcasts, man, yeah. or at least I, I don't listen to, I mean, I know of them, but it's not the same as when I was listening to back in the mid two thousands. And I just think like, man, when I see comments on websites, a lot of people, you know, they talk about Twitch streams, you know, yeah. they, they watch that and, or they watch their people's YouTube videos, like the crazy ones, like Markiplier or <laughs> people of that nature. Yeah. It's not so much news. It's just some type of content. Mm-hmm. But it's not like really gaming news and opinions a lot of times. Yeah. And I'm sure like IGN has those because, you know, they've probably oh, yeah. got a podcast they got a lot for of them. everything. I mean, Beyond is still there. Mm-hmm. It's just, like I said, I would say it's just different people. Right. And the Xbox one is called Unlocked. They have that. But, you know, on those shows, well, at least Unlocked, every time I watch it now, like I, I turn just to see what they're doing. Mm. They have a guest from a Twitch streamer. Uh, so that must see. That's what I'm saying. There must be a thing going like, hey, that's the route. Like you got oh, yeah. these guys are popular mm-hmm. and they're breaking them in. So it's like a guest Twitch streamer probably up there. Um, just like on um, 
Mid Mac show, the Mid Mac show with the former gaming former guys. Mm-hmm. They have guests up there too that do content and talk about games and that nature. So it's yeah, it's it's just done differently. Like things are just done differently now, and yeah, it's not. It's, it's very few like um, that have it. Like the big ones, of course. IG is like probably the biggest one. But they have a rollover there, you know? It's not somebody mm-hmm. who's just been there forever. I mean, there's one guy, but he wasn't there at the beginning. I remember he w- when he wasn't up there before. It's like, it's not it's not, it's not something that's consistent, you know? It's going to be a prior time where those guys going to leave and there's going to be some new guys come in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's normally no household pockets. I think everything for me is gone, mm-hmm. really, now. Like, it's like, oh, it's changed so much that it's not even remotely the same what it was. Right. And I mean that that's just that's what happens, you know, as time goes on. Yeah. But like it's just the whole gaming news thing cycle of, hey, we're talking about video games. I mean, there's there's a lot of podcasts that are out there, but as for the top ones that that were their big ones, I feel like that that's changed yeah. now. That that's that's a different that's they're different people now. Yeah. And there was something comfortable about having guys especially who have been there as long as the giant bomb guys be there because at least for me i've listened to them for so long i know where they're coming from in their opinions and i know like i'm not gonna listen to jeff on this style game because him and i just don't have the same types of opinions but yeah. like you know Vinny might have a closer opinion because he's more into collectathons on this thing and it's just stuff like that and it's it's it really is just a, it's a podcast that I've listened to weekly for like the last 10 years of my life. And really it's only, it's one of the few video game podcasts that I do really listen to. Um, every once in a while I would dip into like a kind of funny or like a min max or something more recently, but that's the one that's had the staying power. But see, like with mid, I think, Podcasts like Giant Bomb and now Mid Max, um, it was Game Informer. Game Informer to some extent too, because they still have some older guys there. Uh, I think it's an age thing with me, because I feel like, hey, these guys been here since games I played, right. so they can relate these to games of the past. They know what a PlayStation One is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. As opposed or to my dad used to play that. Oh. <laughs> God, yeah, <laughs> ex- exactly. You so then you get those young people, which is fine. It's fine when it's a mixture. Yeah, when it's like absolutely. a mixture of an old guy and then a young, um, a young guy or a young woman, old woman, or whatever. That people who played the older games and then people say, "Oh, I didn't play that one. I, my first sister was an N sixty four, and that's young for me." But now that's old for some people too. Right. Now. Yeah. and that which is funny, and so they can't relate. Or like someone says, "Oh, I don't." Wasn't even four. I don't really know that. I mean, I played it a lot later, but I wasn't. I'm not like the big guy into that. I like. Mm-hmm. So I saw somebody say uh, seven was the game for me. I was like, Darren, you're really late to the series. You just a uh, whole new generation <laughs> with the series. <laughs> I mean, it's not your fault. You just where you're born. But yeah. it's just that if if they were to only take on an opinion of a game, I would, I would have to. Look at it differently. It's yeah. not a bad way. Of we'll take it with it. a it's grain still, of salt game because is good. you don't have the same context <laughs> as I feel like. Yeah, I Yeah, but I was like, hey, what is it compared to if I someone who liked four? Would I like this one? 
uh, it's kind of hard for them to do that because they didn't play that one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and it's not wrong. I mean, it still could be a good game. I'm not going to be like, hey, I'm just not going to listen to you at all. I want to hear your point of view. But to have it, it really was that those guys were close to my age. Like those older podcasts, I think it was those were people who were close to my age or they were even if they were older than me that I really knew like, OK, they played a lot more games than I did. So they really know how this compares to a game of that time mm. or like, hey, this these games have got better or something like that. This series has gotten better than this or this city takes a lot from this older game. It's now. Um, I don't really have any. Yeah, it's only a few podcasts I have like that. Like Midbacks, I know those guys are around the same age as me or younger. Mm-hmm. Game Informer has some guys same age as me and younger, and the IGN ones do. Uh, I know you got Jimmy Inquisition, but he does. He's a little different, you know. He goes on a, uh, which I do like. He goes to content, not just liking game. I mean, he does that. He reviews games, and that's why I really appreciate him too because he's close to my age also. But also, he talks about the stuff that happens behind the scenes with games, right. too. And the industry stuff. And attacks him on that. Yeah. So, I, I do like him for that. But I don't know many others. I have some other guys that are younger. Uh, and it's just different. I was listening to him. It's like, guys, uh, it's different. Yeah. Uh, but but I, it do, they do give me some like takes on games I, I do check out. So, okay, let me look this game up and see if it's any good. I mean, but that makes sense. I mean, because it's, it's the age range. See, the thing is, the age range for video games is so vast. Uh, mm-hmm. So vast now because people, there's people who are still playing games. They didn't stop when they got to like, oh, like it's a kids thing. Right. So now it stopped. Some people did, but there's some people who they keep going. They kept going. And in a lot of ways, we're kind of that first generation where we saw people do that. Like even our parents, it was more. You know, once I got to a certain age, I kind of fell off of video games. Whereas yeah, they, people they play um, Asteroids anymore. They <laughs> play Asteroids and, and um, Pac-Man or the Donkey Kong in the arcade. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do that anymore. They thought, say, hey, it's a kid's thing. Yeah. Like, I, I move on. I got to go work and take care of your ass. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways, we're the first generation where it's like, okay, even once we've had kids, we're still going to you know, be serious gamers, quote unquote, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, exactly. You probably won't play as much games, but you're, yeah, you're still playing. You're still playing. Yeah, it's know? still one of your hobbies. Whereas, you know, <laughs> yeah. our parents would get into whittling or whatever old people <laughs> boomer shit. <that> they, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they go watch their whatever old person versions of Matlock is now. <laughs> CSI. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Law and Order SVU. Law and Order, yeah. Yep. I think my mom, she watches the that whole Chicago series, like oh, Chicago PD, yeah. Chicago Fire, Chicago Med. There you all go. All those procedural type of shows. Mm. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's Like, I feel it's almost... This happened. It's like, oh man, I'm losing an era. Like, I'm losing. Yeah. This is how I feel when people start retiring in like basketball or baseball mm-hmm. or football. It's like close to my age. You're like, oh no, that means I'm getting old. Yeah. I said because kind of like when LeBron retires, I'm like, damn man, <laughs> he's my age. That means that 
they always saying like he's he's got more years he got left. So like, no, even though I don't like him, but it, he's like the <laughs> it's like the totem pole for for me. Yeah. <laughs> that means like oh, darn, all these people are so young. I'm seeing people in the league so young now, like they're only like see some people nineteen coming mm-hmm. in the NBA and shit, man. Yeah. Like God damn, man, he was born in two thousand. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy thing for me is like, obviously the giant bomb kiss has been around forever, but we've actually been now that they're ending, especially we've been around longer than the giant beast cast. We started a couple of months before them and are now we've now, you know, surpassed them because we're continuing at least this week, you know? So it, it just seems crazy that. The things that even we find to be and not even half their followers. <laughs> <laughs> well, even, those people even, have got got to go quarter. somewhere, Dominic. So I know. We can, yeah. can we take their name? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. They still probably copyright it. <laughs> uh, let me talk to Jeff Gersman. Maybe we can start an East Coast office, Dominic. It's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's plenty just of people crazy. probably said that too. So, oh, hey, I'm well, sure. Well, Poor man is getting here. bombarded. Hey, I would love to work for you. I'm sorry, all those guys quit on you. Like, oh, just fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Now, what is what's the reason for these guys leaving? They, they all. I mean, like at the same time, like it's one thing. Like somebody leaves, they have something going on. But it's like three guys going. Yeah, at the same I mean time. that that's that's what is going to be weird to me when we find that out. Because right now they haven't really talked about if there's a reason. Uh, I think Vinny's been out there and basically said like it doesn't really have anything to do with the buyout or the the new acquisition. Um, uh, so we don't know. I what I don't want to say scares me, but what would would make me a little sad is if all three of these guys left giant bomb and then started a new thing together. And because that would then make me start to wonder like, why did they leave? You know, is there some kind of animosity between them and Jeff or something like that? Right. That that's what would concern me, but I really hope that they find places elsewhere because I would love to still hear all of their opinions. Brad actually does already do a podcast. He's been doing it with Will Smith, uh, formerly of tested, um, who was a website that was kind of under the same umbrella when giant bomb first started before they yeah, kind of got Will split Smith. off. Yeah. yeah. Will Smith. Good God. So they do a, a, it's called Will and Brad, Brad, Brad and Will, Will and Brad make a tech pod. It's, a podcast about technology, basically. Um, and that comes out every weekend. And I enjoy like listening to Toaster ovens and microwaves and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly <laughs> you know, other technology stuff, routers. And, but <laughs> it, it can get very nerdy in a lot of ways. Like, they'll, they'll dig down deep on a subject in, in a way that I find to be interesting. And I don't hear about a lot in, in some of the other tech pods. Um, but yeah, both Vinny and Alex, I would absolutely miss in this space if I if they didn't end up somewhere else, and I don't know where that is. But you know, hopefully, whatever it was that led them to this decision, you know, leads them to a better future, and hopefully, we also get some content out of it because, like I said, I'd I'd just miss their voices in this space. Um, yeah, it's it's been so long that I've listened to them that. Just it's, listen to old podcast, Daniel. Listen uh, to I mean, it. honestly, like if it gets to a point where 
Cause there was a while there where I did go back. Like I just, I don't know. It was kind of like a podcast drought for me. There wasn't really anything that was hitting me that was, was coming out. And I just, I did, I went back from the beginning of giant bomb and kind of worked my way through up oh, until, damn. until more oh recent God, stuff. We, do we depress or something? I mean, that's, it's always a possibility, Dominic. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I listened to like, OE3s one time. Once I mm-hmm. E3, it was like an E3 week. I was like, you know, I'm listening to some OE3s of like all part, like all the parties I used to yeah. listen to, just to see what what was going on then. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like yeah. this was happening. And, and their they night shows were always good. fun when they, yeah. you know, had their guests at E3 and oh yeah, bring yeah, on I, yeah I used to love those. I, I used to love listening to those, and I love listening like the E3, their E3 podcast and their end of the year podcast mm-hmm. when they Absolutely. doing the discussions on their game of the years. Cause they really um, showed you, especially the game of the year stuff, like how the sausage gets made. Like they, yeah, they filmed the discussions that were happening as to why their list came out the way it was instead of just, here's our list as a site. Like you figure out why Tetris effect became number one. Whereas, like, you listen to the podcast and you go, okay, maybe it wasn't anybody's favorite game, but it was also the only game that everybody was going to agree on kind agree, of thing. Yeah, exactly. So there was some compromise there. And that was that was interesting to see. See, I wouldn't be compromised and I'll be firm, Daniel. <laughs> well, it's a lot easier when there are only two of us. <laughs> All right. So, darn. That was a long beginning. This is probably our longest, <laughs> one of our longest intros. Yes. So, uh, goodbye. You will be missed, Giant Bomb. I mean, technically, you're still around. And but that's the thing. Like, I don't want to, you know, call that a eulogy or anything because I, I it's really a eulogy. want. <laughs> it's dead to me, Daniel. It's dead. To it's me. dead. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> want something great to come out of this. My my concern is like from what I saw of Jeff talking about it a little bit is his analogy was like, basically they were going to pull the car off to the side of the road to change the tire instead of changing the tire while driving, which makes me think that there might be some time where they're silent. Like, could we see a week where there's not a giant bomb cast? And I know we got to, I don't think that's ever happened. Like even the week that Ryan Davis passed away, they recorded a podcast and you know, I'm sure that was tough for those guys and it was special in a lot of ways, but they've had that cons- that level of consistency and to not have that for one week is it just kind of you know puts the nail in the coffin of not this is dead but this is a different thing now right yeah that means we have to do more podcasts we gotta do another <laughs> podcast this week to make up for it <laughs> we'll just chop these up into mini episodes release one a day all right, so let's move on. Let's get down to um, the podcast. Okay, we're starting with a little bit of sports. It was big news for my team, the Orioles. John Means, baby, threw a no-hitter yeah. against the Seattle Mariners. It has been... Nintendo's team. Was it 51? <laughs> yeah, 51 <laughs> years since the last no-hitter now there was a team no-hitter that happened back in the 90s i believe mm-hmm. but this this is uh like pure one pitcher no-hitter right it could have been a perfect game but in the third inning there was a pass ball by oh. the 
catcher, which they, I don't know what they ruled it as, a wild fired pitch him. or something. <laughs> but it was a they stop him. But thing is, at the third inning, you didn't know it was going to be a right, no absolutely. hitter at that point. It was too early. But now you look back, it's like, oh, man, he could have a perfect game. <laughs> but see, the way I see it is that perfect game, because they still give it to the pitcher like it's the pitcher's doing. Mm-hmm. But I see more of a team thing because if yeah. a guy makes an error, you can still throw a no-hitter, but you're not going to get a perfect game. Right. So the perfect game tells me that, okay, it's a team thing then. Mm-hmm. That's a team That's a team um, sort of like uh, accomplishment. But, yes, he did it. Uh, John Means, because he's our best pitcher, and – it looks like he. I mean, I don't want to say it yet because I don't want to jinx it, but he could be the <laughs> ace. He was. He's looked great in the last year. He was uh, in the All Star game two years ago as a rookie for the Orioles. So I'm just saying, man, he. It's gonna be so sad when he goes to another team in a few years. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be so devastated. It's like, it's like I'm just joking, but I. I mean, I You're want this though. guy to be our future. <laughs> no, I mean I ain't gonna be devastated because yes, you will because you're yeah, so used I'll to be, it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah I want him to be our future I want him to be here but I want him to be better too uh, the Orioles I mean they they're below 500 they had a chance to get a 500 but they lost um, last night but they're not like the worst team so that's the good thing we just don't put up a, put up a lot of runs sometimes that's the thing we don't, we don't really put up a lot of runs uh, the bats are heating up a bit, though. We did good on the road, the West Coast trip, so I'm happy. Now we're playing Boston. This division is is pretty tight. It's tighter than I wanted it to be. The Yankees are not doing as well, but I, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're just a sleeping giant to me. It's like okay, they're not doing well now, but then watch it once it's get hot, man. Watch the they just start hitting home runs like crazy, man, and start moving up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not gonna get too happy. I'm not gonna get too happy. Just like with the NBA right now. The Lakers are in the play-in spot now. They are not even in the full-on playoffs. They have fell down, man. Oh, man. Like LeBron, he came back but got re-injured. Mm-hmm. That he was talking all depressed, like like uh, like his injury. Like even I come back, I'm not gonna be the same. And then we wow. this playing game. And then he said the he talked about the playing game, saying whoever in the playing game should be fired. And it's like what? <laughs> that that's a good thing. And then it's funny because last season during the COVID. He was for the play-in because he said it helps those teams because of the shortened schedule mm-hmm. and everything. It helps those teams have a chance to get in. Um, I guess maybe he's saying this year they don't need it because there's almost a full schedule, but it's, it's not. It's 10 games less. And COVID stuff's still happening because people are still getting being on COVID protocol sometimes and being out. Like, injuries, I understand. Injuries, that's part of the game. That's, um, but... I'm like, come on. Uh, I think the playing thing, it makes it so that teams have to continue to play. Even right. though, like, that will usually be out. Because they will just be like, okay, I'm going to give other people time. And then the teams that are in the playoffs get to play easy schedules. So teams that are, are actually are fighting for position be like, oh, man, they're going to play a, a lemon right now. Because <laughs> these guys aren't even playing their best players. So now you're going to always get some some of these teams playing hard like like the wizards like the wizards right now they're playing their asses off and they've been uh winning they won their last game against toronto that was pretty good they play tonight against the pacers i hope they win uh because pacers are in front of them so they can move up in some spots uh but yeah Wizards has been looking good but yeah but the lakers they're in a playing spot now so it doesn't look good but 
just like my friend told me, said, don't get too excited. They're just going to make a story of it, like the Lakers <laughs> going to be a play-in game, and go to championship from the play-in game. Yeah. And you can hear, never going to hear those Lakers fans stop talking. It's like, damn, that could happen. <laughs> Shit. Uh, damn it, man. Why they had to suck? Now I wish they were good, because that's even, this is going to be an even bigger story if they do that. We'll see what happens. Um, other things happen. I know the NFL draft happened and stuff happened with that. Oh, then Aaron Rodgers thing happened. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I edited it out. Because we talked about sports last week, but I edited it out because the podcast was pretty long. So, yeah, that whole Aaron Rodgers debacle with Green Bay. Yeah. So he looks like he doesn't want to play for them anymore. It's, man, that is crazy that he's going to possibly retire i don't know yeah. or maybe he'll go maybe the nfl will make it so that he'll go to san francisco but if he does retire it's like tom brady's still here that son of a bitch that son of a bitch is still here playing at 58 <laughs> years old man it's crazy it's like he's what 43 44 i don't yeah. know but it's now too, he just needs to start old. a video game podcast and he'll be all set oh man <laughs> I was like, all oh, these great quarterbacks just leave. It's like, Tom Brady, just go. Just go. <laughs> just let me enjoy this. Patrick Mahomes Damn. is going to retire before him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, man, yeah, with Aaron Rodgers, I was like, what is going on, man, yeah. with him? He always seemed like a I mean, franchise guy. Like, he was Green Bay, right? Like, and. Then all of a sudden you just see this news that he's like, he's not happy anymore. He's out. Well, he wasn't happy for some years, though. But I thought it was, it's with the coach and the GM. And the GM, I guess, is still there. And it sounds like that was like one of his demands is like to get that GM out of there. Well, which I'm thinking that I would have been did it then. Yeah, pretty much. The fucker's gone. (laughs) If I'm the owner, I'm like, get this fucking guy The guy is gone. Yeah, get the hell out of here, too. Uh, Because it's not like they... They haven't done good picks for the defense anyway. Mm. Like, the defense hasn't been good. Even the year they won the Super Bowl, I don't think their defense was that great. So it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that team. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, Aaron Rodgers, just, if you can't get to San Francisco, just come to, let's come to Washington. Be part of the football <laughs> team. Be part of the football team. I mean, we, you'll, you'll love it here. Yeah. I'm we're, sure not, we're, we're not racist anymore. Oh, that's good. And and the the cheerleaders aren't being sexually harassed anymore. I mean, oh. it's all good over here. Yeah. And we got a good defense. We do have a good defense. So <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that is it. Um, any wrestling news? Um, anything big happened wrestling? No, I don't think anything worth we're talking about this week. Okay. All right. So. Let's get into what we're watching. So I'll, I'll continue to talk. All right. So I watched the Amazon series Invincible. I finished it. It's over. Okay. It was uh, eight episodes, hour-long animated series, which is rare, mm-hmm. which I don't see. I don't know if that's even a thing. If it is a thing, <laughs> I don't know that show because this is, yeah, this is, i never seen an hour-long animated series. Yeah. So it was okay. I mean, I. I like it. It was it was all right. It, it was a good ending. It was a good show overall. The only problem I have is that I think with some of the storylines is that I wish maybe they should have focused a whole episode on one of the side characters. 
because really the show is about the main character invincible mm-hmm. and the other stories becomes side stories but some of these side stories are pretty good but when they put it against a big story because i want to spoil it so mm-hmm. i'm not going to say it but like it against, against his story really, right yeah his yeah, okay. like his story is happening and something really like revealing happens with mm-hmm. this story you got this actually great side story that's pretty good it's like wait a minute this is a big deal too what are you doing having this happen at the same time as this story i think you need to structure it in a way this probably should have been like a whole episode you could have took a break from him like mm-hmm. he could have been on a break and that could have had this shit happening where we could focus on that. So, oh, this is good. But you got us like messing with our emotions here, going back and forth. Like, <laughs> ah. So am I, it's like, am I supposed to care about this then? Is this really important? Because y'all got this happen at the same time as this. It, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. But other than that, other than that, though, the series is pretty good. I didn't read the comics or anything. I'm not really, I don't really care to. Mm-hmm. It was a, it's a pretty good series. It's, it's bloody. You know, it's not really vulgar. Like, you okay. hear some words happen, but it's like, honestly, they didn't really need to. It's almost just there just because they say, hey, we got to be edgy. <laughs> but the but it is bloody as hell, though. Yeah, I, I've seen some clips of some heads doing some things and some... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, uh, I mean, it's unnecessary, sort of, sort of unnecessary, but then again, it does work with the story. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes, man, it almost comes to be like funny. Like I just got at one point, especially last episode, so desensitized. <laughs> oh, because but then yes, I wasn't. But they I don't think I was supposed about to be. Dominic. That's what the senators told me would happen. Well, it's a cartoon, though. Um, exactly. So getting you while you're young. I was, but the way the story was set up is that it shouldn't be. This is a big fucking moment. Mm-hmm. With all this happening. And I kind of was. Like, I was in mixed emotions. Like, damn, man, this is fucked up. It's happening. But they just keep showing people just dying and dying and dying and dying to a point. It's like, okay, you fuck it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, like, it's like, fuck it. I'm just tired. And maybe that's what's his, maybe that's what, oh, see, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Uh, but anyway, it is a good series. You should check it out. Look at it, Daniel. Because you got Amazon. Just look at yes. it. You're paying I- for it. I will paying for it. try to do that because I, I start, did I start the first, I think I started the first episode, but then just, I did something else and then my computer updated and, and the first window episode, was lost or whatever. Yeah. I like it. I wasn't really sold on the show. I was okay. like, oh man, what it does is this start show? out but a then, little slow. Um, yeah. Well, slow in the it's sense just of slow. just not, yeah, you know, it's just catching. Like, what are we going on for here? It's like, it's like catching me. And then I say, okay, all right, it got something going on here. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, it's all right. So what you been watching? You've been watching a new Netflix movie, huh? Yeah. So there is Mitchell's versus the machines on Netflix now. And it's a, it's a cartoon. It's a series or movie. It's a movie. Yeah. It's a okay. movie. Um, it's, it's done by, I don't, I don't think it was directed by them, but it's like produced by, they're involved in by, uh, Lord and Miller, who are the guys behind Lego movie and into the spider verse. Um, those kind of things as well as I forget where one of the other guys is from. Um, but it's a cartoon movie. It's about a family just trying to, you know, develop a relationship with each other when the 
robot apocalypse basically happens like silicone silicon valley uh basically creates these robots that are supposed to be your new digital assistants but with arms and legs so they can clean the house and oh, I think you see like the cars, the smart cars, all <laughs> nah, got smart and started nah. taking over. Yeah, just, just like robots, basic Apple-looking robots, and for one reason or another, they start to entrap mankind and this. What about family. the IBM one? What's that? The IBM robot. What was the IBM robot? Do you remember the the robot that? Not the IBM one. I'm sorry. It was the car one. The Ford was it Ford or? GM oh, Honda or oh was, it, is it, it Honda? Honda I thought it was American. The lo- the American. one that looks like kind of an astronaut with the backpack. Yeah, that's Honda. Yeah, I think I think it was Honda. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because I was expecting one to burst out of my trunk or something. Like ah, <laughs> we secretly built it into your car. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're very very simplistic robots, but um. Yeah, they start to take over the world, and then this family ends up being kind of the the only people who can stop it. And, you know, they go on an adventure to try and do that, uh, while also trying to repair their kind of fractured relationship with each other. Um, it's a very, it's very sweet movie. It's very visually awesome. I mean, as you would expect from the guys who did the Lego movie and Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, this is a Netflix movie, so I'm a little surprised, though. Yeah, I mean, the money is on the screen, absolutely, but I will say the probably the first three quarters or so of the movie looks very good, but they don't do anything too over the top, but the last bit of the movie, like the climactic, you know, finale is all very much you know visuals being thrown at you and 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 very gorgeous in that way um yeah i think overall i would highly recommend it it's a visual treat the story is very sweet and and can be emotional at times it's not anything too depressing it's relatively lighthearted but it can kind of creep on creep up on you emotionally a little bit with with some of the more tender moments between the family members. So definitely, definitely recommend it. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. I might check it out. Cause I was, I, I saw it. I said, man, this looks good. But I was like, Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, this might suck. Cause yeah. I looked at that <laughs> alien Santa Claus movie and that, mm. that was some of it. And that, that thing was horrible to me. Yeah. So, there was that. I also, uh, these past couple of weeks, I kind of skipped over this stuff last week because we were running long. But I went back and I revisited the Kong stuff because I wanted to watch Godzilla vs. Kong before yeah. I... You I have to know the story. I, I the left story. out on my, <laughs> my HBO Max subscription. Um, so I went back. I watched Kong Skull Island. That movie was incredible. I, I thought that was great. I Oh, you thought it was great. Good God. Yeah, I thought, really? I thought it was the best of the series. Um, I did not go back and revisit the, the what is it, 2014 Godzilla movie. Um, it had been a while since I seen it, but I, I, I was aware. But wait a minute. What, with Kong, you didn't feel like there was too many characters. No, actually. Um, I, I actually thought... Now, one of my complaints... I, I didn't have any issue with the amount of main characters, but then like there was the female scientist with other scientists that were just kind of there. 
and, you know, yeah. actually survived through the entire movie. So as far as that, I will say, yes, there are a few too many. Um, but most of them were there for a reason. And that reason being that they were going to get murdered in some form or fashion, um, by some creature on that, you know, hell forsaken Island. Um, but as far as like main characters, Loki and Captain Marvel and, and, you know, Dan from the Connors, <laughs> God, you had to, you had to put the fucking Marvel in here, man. Yo, come on. We're not talking about Marvel. Let's go. No, I, I <laughs> well, you never know when I say who, who fucking people are. So. I was trying to be funny, Dominic. Uh, let's see. So yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom Hiddleston, right? Is that? I don't know who. I don't know who that is. See, see, ahead. you did it to me, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I thought all of them who were like the main focus, Sam Jackson, obviously. I thought they played, you know, important enough roles to be there and and warrant being there. Um, that John Goodman, but, but maybe but John not so Goodman, much. The way he died, man. He had it like coming, just, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, no, there. It just seemed like he. It seemed like I don't mind him dying. It's just that can he die like at some other? I don't know. It seemed like it's a better way to yeah. make his death be. I mean, he's like one of the main reasons they they're going there, right? Yeah, and that that's kind of the transition, though, right? Is like they use him as the vehicle to get to the island, but the story's not actually about him. It's, I mean, a lot of it is about Sam Jackson. I think that's, that's a point. Yeah, and I think that's the thing I had a problem with. Yeah. Like, like no, no, the movie I enjoy overall. I really enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the, the story aspect. I feel like I feel like there should there wasn't a focus on the human aspect. It was just. I feel like it was all over the place in that part. Yeah. It could like, definitely be they, tightened up a lot. Because, yeah, who is the main human there? Is it Sam Jackson and kind of his contention with Kong? Because Hiddleston, or, he, who, I don't know nothing about his past or nothing. Like, right. At least, he's just at an least SAS guy and yeah. he's there to help everybody. But he ends <laughs> up being the hero, even though you don't, you don't really know a lot about him. Well, I look at, like, really the story it seemed like it would have been with John Gutman because his history of he was there when it, he said his ship got attacked or something and they wouldn't, they, they mm-hmm. hid everything away. Yeah. Uh, what really Honestly, attacked them. I thought I, they were going in the direction of like John Goodman being the guy who lands on the Island during world war two or something like that at first until oh, yeah. they introduce, uh, What's his name? John C. Riley, which I enjoyed yeah. his character too, because I, he was obviously comedic relief, but I think there was also some sincerity there. Like they didn't yeah, make him a complete joke. And I thought that no. was, that was nice. I also, I liked it. We said, Oh, we're going to die. I would love that with you guys. Yeah. He was, he was awesome in this movie. So I, I know. I just find it funny. Like, yeah, Sam Jackson, like he was just a guy who won at war. Like yeah, he could he not was live just looking for the a war. war to fight. Yeah, because he did not want to go home. When it was like he was gonna go home, he did not want that shit. He's yeah. like, I don't know what to do. He was gonna be that guy that he was gonna shoot up some places when he went home, <laughs> or or he'll kill himself, or yeah. kill himself, or shoot up places then kill himself. Uh, he, he I mean, the sad part of, of that is <laughs> the rest of his, you know, battalion or platoon or whatever. We're not those guys. Like they were looking forward to going home. Exactly. But, you know, yeah. he's the leader, so they're going to follow him wherever 
wherever he goes. And most of them got most of them have gone, man. I think only yep. like maybe like two of them or three of them left. Yeah, of that whole uh, battalion. Damn, that's sad. Now think about it. <laughs> that's yeah. like that. You got those fuckers killed because you didn't want to leave. Like the only mm-hmm. people that should have died were the people in the helicopters when they fell down. Right. Gotcha. They went home. So okay, there's Kong. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah. Let's go home. We saw him. He's real. We got pictures. Yeah. Not fucking with him anymore. Holy shit! But the scenes and how you like the scenery and like like with Kong and the setting sun. I like think standing there. just visually, it's beautiful. The only yeah. thing that stood out to me that was weird was like when they go into the first person scenes. It just seemed so unnecessary. Like there's the bit where Hiddleston's in the gas mask and they go into that. And then oh, there's yeah, also yeah. one where they like just are looking down the scope, looking down the barrel of a gun or something. And I'm like, why? Why is this here? It's almost like, almost like the Doom movie where it's like, okay, this is based on a video game, so we have to do the first person thing. But they don't have that, so I don't understand why they did it. But otherwise, yeah, like it, it very much has that cinematic Vietnam look to it, right? Like that yeah, you get out of definitely. movies set during that time period where it's kind of, you know, very orangey and greens and stuff like that. Yeah. Visually it's amazing. And I think that's, that's true of all of these movies in the quote unquote monster verse or whatever we're calling it. I think, uh, you know, Godzilla King of the monsters in kind of the opposite direction. It's very much a blue toned movie is also very visually appealing and all the way through to Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong. I can never remember who comes first. Um, but that movie as well. I mean, especially once you get into the, you know, the climactic battle and that one, um, the high, yeah. high like that one, uh, which one, the God versus God being Kong, Kong, Kong God of monsters. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, it's a God, God's King of Monsters. <laughs> I, I thought Monsters. that was good as well. I I didn't quite like it as much as Skull Island. Like, I like Skull Island the most out of all three of the ones that I watched most recently. Yeah, you're fucking weirdo, man. Let's <laughs> not, 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 not talk about these damn movies. Shit. Um, <laughs> damn. It's like, I, I like, yeah, I like God, God um, a King of Monsters. The yeah, most. no, that's what we were talking about the other week. And um, I'm right. <laughs> Like, go ahead. <laughs> go for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was very much enjoyable. I I don't have anything to necessarily pick apart about that movie. I thought it was cool seeing all the different monsters, even if you you kind of most of them you don't see for too long. But seeing Ghidorah in there and whatnot, I thought it was really uh, neat. Rodon, I like the yeah. Rodon one where he was chasing them, and then um, Ghidorah comes and they. They attack each other mm-hmm. when it was on the plane. That that looked that looked great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, visually, all all of these movies were awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I did I enjoyed that movie a lot. I didn't really have any uh, of the f- few complaints that I saw people have about that, like too many human characters or whatnot. I, I didn't that didn't bother me too much. Like you said, yeah, we talked about but it previously. Like yeah, you can't just characters. have. You Go know, ahead. monsters battling all the time. There's got to be something to ground it a little more. Yeah, exactly. I think those people, those those are people who just like bad movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's who they are. Those people then, who like those movies, like they think Crank is like probably like their top ten movie <laughs> of all time. Crank is so good. Uh, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Kong. 
Godzilla versus Kong. You know, you see, you've seen some of the like imagery of like them fighting on the boats in trailers and stuff, and and that stuff's cool. But once you get into like that end bit where there's like, it's not Tokyo. Where are they? They're not Taiwan. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah, they're in Hong Kong, yeah. and you get that visual style, yeah. like very tall Ain't buildings. No free Hong and... Kong now is gone. <laughs> they, yeah, there's <laughs> very little Hong Kong left after that. Um, yeah, that stuff is just visually amazing. You have like the neon lights and everything, you know, juxtaposed with the the creatures that are all battling it out. Um, that stuff's very cool. Also, like the inside the planet stuff when they're like bringing Kong to find. Yeah. You know, his ancestors kind of thing. That stuff was very beautiful. Um, and again, like the, the human characters didn't bother me too much. I actually, uh, no, I won't say I liked them better than I did in, in Kong's, monsters, but no, like the podcast guy, I liked him. Like I do like him. It feels yes. very real. Like if there were monsters like this in the world that we knew about, like obviously there would be people talking about them and like trying to find all the conspiracies and you know, these big corporations, how they're and tied his to reaction them and at the end when they thought he was going to die. I said, well, I was just, just I'm ready for this. He, he got that. He <laughs> took that um drink. He said yep. he was going to drink before he died. I said, I, 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 said, I didn't imagine myself dying with a bunch of kids, but you know, you can't <laughs> exactly. do it. Like <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed his character a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Overall, I thought all of these movies definitely worth watching, especially if you got an HBO max subscription. Although I think King of Monsters is no longer on there and yeah, neither is it's not Kong yeah. versus Godzilla. I think it, as the end of the month or, you know, a couple of days into the month, cause it only stays there for 30. There's some illegal sites you days. can get this stuff at from. So I'm you, you sure there is there. I, <laughs> now. Am I mad that I didn't get to see this in theaters? I no. I mean, I like the comfort of my house sometimes, but which one? It, it definitely would have been all. I think all of them like King of, well, Kong Skull Island would have been cool to see in theaters, but it it's not one that I feel like demands it in the same way that King I kind of wish I did see that in theaters. Yeah. Because see, I went by reviews and I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait because the reviews weren't as great as the Godzilla movie. Mm. And then when I watched it, I was like, man, this movie was actually, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it has its problems, but I mean, just like Godzilla has its problems, I was like, man, I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I said, I shouldn't listen to those damn reviews. God damn it. <laughs> this yeah. is a decent movie. But just the, the, I mean, Skull Island has some, some of that spectacle, but with the focus kind of more on the humans in that movie than it is in the other two movies, I feel like the, the big climactic battles between creatures would be, you know, something oh, yeah. really cool yeah, to King see on Monsters, the screen. man. I mean, that was something like what seeing Ghidorah for the first time come mm. up and then Godzilla fighting them up in Antarctica or wherever the hell they were or down <laughs> yeah. in Antarctica. I don't know where, where I don't know whether they're in the Arctic circle or it was Antarctica, right? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where it was. Yeah. Those poor penguins, poor penguins. <laughs> um, they, they all got destroyed. They all, the polar bears are dead now. Yep. They all gone now. Still one clinging like, to one like, of no, those. No, no. If you looked at, um, what was it? King of monsters. Animals who were endangered actually started flourishing. Like all those, all those. Did you read? Did you see? You look at the end, right? Where they had all those articles. 
No, I didn't. I guess I didn't look at that stuff. Is oh, that, my God. Oh, is Daniel, it like during the credits it has the yeah. little snippets thing? No, I, yeah. I wasn't able they to. They showed like, up, like, or, wherever the Kaiser monsters were, that they, like plants would grow, animals oh, wow. would, um, who were in danger. Would, the earth fighting back, growing, Dominic. Po- repopulate, yeah. They repopulate, yeah. Earth was like getting better, yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So, watch that, and then the one last thing I'll talk about here real quick, and I'll try and make this uh, a little bit shorter. Justice League, Snyder Cut, Dominic. I finally watched it, and I'm glad I didn't talk about it last week because I would have been a lot more down on it than I am now. Uh, Last week, I had only watched the first part of it, uh, which is like the Wonder Woman Bank stuff and the Aquaman stuff, and I, I was not feeling it with that. Like it, it very, it felt very self-indulgent for Zack Snyder, like the, the Aquaman walking into the ocean. And then this woman just like singing the Nordic folk songs or something like that. And yeah. then wonder woman, the, the stuff of like her going into slow motion and then very like speed ramp speed up moving between like the children when she was dodging, you know, blocking the bullets and stuff. Like it just, felt very bad to me like it it just gives me weird feelings when he does that kind of stuff such a such a marvel lover this is this is this a marvel lover dc hater god damn god forbid i continue talking and tell you how much i actually ended up enjoying this movie by the end of it dominic go ahead he really doesn't go that far with that stuff later into the movie you know he obviously the slow motion is still there that's that's in Zack Snyder's blood. That's his veins, right? Um, but I think overall, I think the story was very good. It worked well. And I did break it up a little bit. Like I watched the first part and then I watched like two more and then I just finished it out in one day. Um, and I thought the pacing worked great. Uh, you know, there's definitely they could have made these two movies had they wanted to. There's that big, like kind of Epic Stephen Steppenwolf battle kind of in the middle area in, in that like reactor thing where they first meet up with him. I think you probably could have split that into one movie. If Warner brothers had actually wanted to release this movie as it is in theaters originally. Um, yeah, overall, I, I'm extremely happy with what I saw here. I I liked I liked the Flash character. He was a lot of fun. Aquaman doesn't really feel like he gets a lot of time to quote unquote shine, I guess. But he worked. I it was kind of weird watching this now after having watched Aquaman because I kept forgetting that Aquaman happened after this movie. Yeah. So it was very much like, why is he not really? doing aquaman stuff until he becomes Aquaman. Um, and, and that speaks a little bit to like them jumping very quickly to the justice league movie instead of, you know, building their way up to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, wonder woman was as good as she's been in the, the past two in her standalone films. And I've enjoyed her there. Uh, we've, we've talked in extent extensively about, you know, our feelings about those two movies, but I, I think Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman works for me. Uh, ben Affleck as Batman was fine. You know, I, I didn't have any issues with that. I will say 
my biggest gripe outside of that part one stuff is I feel like that whole epilogue was completely unnecessary. I, the, well, specifically the nightmare stuff that they're calling yeah. it, like the, the future Batman and the Joker. And like that did absolutely fucking nothing for me at all. Um, I, I didn't need it. I, I don't, even that version of Jared Leto's Joker. I, I wasn't really interested in seeing, you know, cause this wasn't, you know, grill and fucking tattoos all over his face. This was a slightly different version of that. I like them alluding to, you know, him killing, you know, Robin and, and whatnot and, and going in that direction to maybe lead to a, another Batman jokery kind of movie, but uh, stuff, it, it makes me sad seeing the potential that was in this movie for just everything to fall apart for them after this, because like Henry Cavill seems like he's gone. So we're not going to see anything Superman related. And we've talked about it oh, in well, the past. Like what's I like the rumor now a black Superman. Yeah. So uh Ta-Nehisi Coates is allegedly writing a black Superman movie for Ta-Nehisi Mark. Coates is writing it. I believe that's what I saw. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I figured dude, that would be your I, reaction to that. Oh man, look! All I'm saying, I'm not looking at any. When I saw like Black Superman, I said, "I'm not looking at any comments. I'm not looking at any fucking news." Yeah, it's just going to happen, and I'll, I'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But the comments, I already know what the fuck they are. Oh, yeah. there's no point of even looking at them. And I don't have high hopes for the movie. Like, for me personally, it's not so much I want a black Superman. I just want a black character. Like, right. Superman's already there. And now, that's what's weird about this is, like, people talk, there's already black Superman-esque characters, but this is going to be Kal-El. This is going to be Superman. So, yeah. Then And then I think you, you're going to have to make it. Listen, if you go to a black Superman, it's going to have to be about race. You can't yeah. have him have the same life as white Kal-El. <laughs> he can't be like him. Yeah. Because then then it's not real. Then it I just won't make sense to me. Because yeah. then I'm like, you could have just did a white dude then. Because at that point, you might as well have done the normal Kal-El because all you're doing is just the color. Now, maybe that's what Tiny Tanahasi Coates is going to do. He's going to put something there. But I... But why? At this point, why? Yeah. Like, why even do that? Why not just... Do is other characters? Why not make us a, a Black Lightning movie or a Static movie or use the other um, milestone characters? Icon, uh, which is actually like a Superman, but he was, I think he he was an alien, but he came down during slavery time. Oh, at the time, something like that. So mm. there's other characters you can do. But I guess because Superman is a name, so you're going right. to get people Absolutely. just to see Superman. Now, you're not going to get a lot of hate for it, but you say, hey, look, maybe it's worth it to push this. Well, I, I think it's not. I think it's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm going honestly, we're not there at the country where we can do this. <laughs> we are not there yet. And so it, it's, <laughs> it feels so weird on the heels of like all the 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 allegations that were put forth by Ray Fisher, who was was cyborg, which I want to say like all that cyborg stuff. I very much enjoyed in this movie. 
And yeah. having not seen the original Justice League, I heard the majority of that doesn't exist in that movie, which is like, what is that movie then if it doesn't have some of the best parts in it? Oh, yeah. It didn't have that. It, a lot of the stuff in there. So I don't I don't know. Uh, but I do like Cyborg. I, I wouldn't, I'm interested to see if there was a, his own movie. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's I a don't, shame I don't that, that that seems like that's been you know back burner too. Same with the Flash, yeah. and because I enjoyed those characters. Now you know I know there was some weirdness around Ezra Miller and whatever was happening there, the actor that plays Flash. But I don't know. Find somebody that does a similar thing to him, and it'll be fine. Just you know, give them the same same attitude and writing fashion, and I think you can pull it off just fine. All right. So I guess we'll find get to some video games. Yeah. So, you want me who to, goes first? Me or you? I can kick it off just because right. there's not, not a ton to say about this, but Resident Evil 8 played the demo, the hour-long extended version. This time I played the castle stuff because I had already played the village. Um, and this was much more action-y than the village stuff was. The village was very much... Like, one small encounter with, uh, I guess, werewolf-esque characters. We didn't really even see them because they were in, like, cornfield area where they were being obscured by that, that you know, stuff. Um, in this, the it's corn. very much the like, corn. hey, what's that? The corn. Yes, by the corn <laughs> or the wheat or whatever it was. Um, and, and this one, it was very much like, hey, I'm in this dark dungeon basement and some fucking zombies are going to attack me. Now, this I played on the PC. I was playing along with you watching it and I was experiencing some very bad slowdown when I was when I was fighting these characters. Um there is still some time to play the demo before that ends tomorrow, I believe at uh like 5 or no, cuz it's 5. So I think 8 o'clock is when it ends for us. So I'm going to try and get that running on the PlayStation. I've already got it downloaded. See how that looks visually. I'm also going to mess with the PC version a little bit because you were telling me about the trainer and I can turn the time off. And then oh, that man, way, now, now they're going to, um, they're not going to rush it. Dominic, probably anyway, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Capcom's lawyers have just ceased and desisted us. Um, yeah, just mostly because like it's going to take me some time to get that game running the way I would like to see it, I think. Just, you know, yeah. it's going to be a lot of me finding a place with zombies and then going into the menu and and changing things around, which I'm sure is still probably time that's ticking away on the demo because it was when they were playing like that stupid trailer at the end of the demo. Um It's crazy that they use that as a time <laughs> part. Yeah. They are horrible. So, I came to the conclusion of this demo in like 29 minutes or so. So it was still the the same thing that happened the other week when they did just the standalone castle demo. So obviously it's something that you can finish within the constrained time that they give you. But you're only going to be able to go through it once. You aren't going to be able to go back and explore stuff. Um, so yeah, I also got a, a notification on my phone from Stadia saying like, hey, we got it up here. So I'd be interested to give it a try there if you don't have to be a Stadia Pro person to to see how that runs. Just if there's like a happy medium there of better visuals than the PS4, but it's going to run better than my PC because it's struggling for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. we weren't sure when we were watching when when I was playing it, if it was just 
being slow or if they were doing some kind of weird, like here's some assistance because these guys are getting close to you and it's slowing down. Cause it didn't feel like it was just frame rate to me. It felt weird or in a different way. And next time when I try it on the PC, I'll turn on my frame counter and see, you know what it's dropping down to. Cause it was, it wasn't just dropping down to like from 60 to 30 or anything like that. It was, it was, it had to be in the teens. I want to say yeah, it was getting exactly very slide showy, but it was smooth, which is why I think I wasn't, I wasn't putting it together as just like, this is slow down. It was very much just like I'm, I'm moving through water almost kind of thing. Um, and maybe it's just been a long time since I've experienced, you know, slow down in that way. I, I'll typically just turn my games down. And when I think back to like Grand Theft Auto five, it was very much just a jitter with that game for some reason. It wasn't, you know, watching the, the frame rate slow down. It was very much like I'm going to get in this car and drive down the street. And every once in a while, it would just be like eh, 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 that kind of bullshit, which I never did resolve. And I, it really pissed me off with that game because it felt like I had decent enough hardware at the time to play that. But yeah, I think overall the atmosphere, this one feels more like the trailers that we've been seeing for it. You see uh lady Demetrescu or whatever her name is, the tall vampire lady and her daughters, mm-hmm. you interact with them a little bit. I didn't get, you know, choked and stomped out by her or anything like that. Um, I don't know if that's a thing that can happen in this demo. The one kind of interaction that I had with her seemed very contrived. Like as I get closer, she's going to, you know, I could sit there forever and she's just going to be in that room. But as I move closer, she's going to leave that room one way or the other. Um, so if I had just rushed through that tunnel and into her room, she would have just left the room quicker. Um, it's, it's very creepy. I, I was telling you, like, I don't really like how many bullets I was feeling like I had to put into these guys. And maybe I just wasn't aiming well enough. You know, I felt like I was aiming towards their heads. Maybe this is like a resident evil four thing where it's, it's not really their heads. You want to go after, or, you know, maybe I need to <laughs> shoot them in the leg, run up to them and suplex them. Like he used to in some of those games. Um, yeah. So, I think overall it's very cool has a very good vibe to it. It was definitely creepy playing it the other night with the lights out and having, especially once you got into like the castle area and out of the more dungeony bits, when you start to hear footsteps and you're like, Oh fuck, she's coming. And I really expected her to just, you know, bust through a thing at some point. And I'm sure that's exacerbated in the demo by, her actually being there the entire time. Right. And you could just turn a corner and she's, you know, coming after you. So yeah, at the same time, I'm not really a guy that's looking for a lot of that kind of feeling when I'm playing the game. So like when I was looking at the trainer for the demo time stuff, like looking at it and also seeing like unlimited ammo, unlimited this, that, or the other thing, I'm like, yeah, now we're talking, (laughs) Because Resident <laughs> Evil 2, I, I enjoyed, but it was very much like, we talked about it, but like the Mr. X stuff. Once it got to that point, I was like, I I just want to rush, knowing that there's an end to this and a point where he stops chasing me, I just want to get to that point as soon as possible. And maybe in this game, that is the case, and there's only like a window of time that she's going to be chasing you. 
you know, I'm going to try and rush through that, but my understanding is that maybe it's a little more prevalent in this game and she's kind of always there and that's just not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't want that like constant uneasiness because it just feels like I'm being timed. Like I can only stay in this area for so long. Whereas I like exploring things. I like taking my time to look around a room, put that cheat on. You could, she could just be with exactly. you. Exactly. Like that's a, hey, that's, that's exactly. And that's, you know, we were talking about it before, but like if, if these companies don't want people making trainers and breaking their games, give me those options. You saw it with the control. You just go into the options. You can turn on things like, you know, even bigger aim assist where you just pull out your gun and you're aiming at the thing. God mode, unlimited ammo, no cooldown, stuff like that. And also like the, the nude mod. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's see some, Large vampire lady naked. Um, no, instead we get to see her with Thomas's face on her. So looking creepy. Oh God! That weird. <laughs> see if those if those mods are already out there, people don't know there are mods where you put Thomas the Tank Engine's face on Lady Demetrescu. Um, very much, you know, as an allusion to the Skyrim mod. And there's also one that like replaces the zombies with with Barney. Like, if those mods are already out there, there have got to be the other wink-wink mods already out there for this game, right, Dominic? Like, Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I'm sure that was the top priority for somebody that has a Patreon. That that's was, like, if you sign up for my Patreon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, even just from, like, a, a, a money-making standpoint, like, here, I'm going to sell this mod on my Patreon for Naked Lady Dimitrescu. Like, give me five bucks a month and... You can get it right now. I feel like that that's the money making opportunity, Dominic. So yeah, I think it's cool. I I'm I read some of the well, I was looking at some of the reviews. I didn't I didn't put a lot of time into looking at them yet, but it seems like the reception for this game is pretty positive. Um so I think Capcom's got another hit on their hands there and you know, we'll see how that goes, whether I'll get around to it anytime soon. I I doubt it, you know, we've talked about it before, but got seven, six, probably to a lesser extent, uh, me actually playing it, but there's a good chance that at some point in my life, I will play seven and I would like to play that before I play eight, just to kind of get, get a, get a feeling for it. Cause one, I already own it. And two, these are the same characters. So, you know, see what the hell's going on why, this weird grandpa in Arkansas is this lady's brother or something like that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So any thoughts on what you saw the demo, Dominic? No, not really. Not really. I mean, visually it looks pretty good. Um, just that slowdown you had that happened when fighting. So I Mm. guess, and looking at other videos, it looks like, man, it must've been a slowdown. I guess something went wrong. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe be watching it. You sharing it was enough to put mm. over. Maybe if you do it by yourself, maybe it's all right. Mm. Yeah, I'm curious to see, or like how it looks on your PlayStation Four. Mm. But nah, the game looks great. I mean, it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, or just as much fun as Seven. But I don't know because people are saying that it looks like this game is a little more action. Uh, so mm. some people don't like that they don't, they don't want the i mean it's still got some horror aspects to it but is some people think it's not as bad like 
not as much horror as in seven. Right. So I that's that's like good for me, you know. That's good for me. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah. yeah, I can see why people don't like it. But yeah, I'll be I'll be probably watching this on YouTube, watching Markiplier play through it. Yeah. As and see how it is. Nice. All right. Is that it? Yep, that's it so for me. Play? So what have you been okay. playing, Dominic? So I completed Hades. I actually completed Hades last, well, not last week, but during the week when we were on our break. Nice. So so you got the final run? Yeah, I went to the final run. Still didn't do all the side stories because I didn't know I was doing the final run. And I was uh, like, oh, yeah. man. But, and now uh, maybe I'll go back, but maybe I don't because I beat it. See, that's what happens. But, it, yeah, it was good. The story was good. I'm curious. I'm thinking they they got to do a Hades too. It's got to be something with that because the way the story goes, uh, it's just that it left some things open. It left some things open to what's going to happen. Uh, the way the way it ended, it's a good. I, I will say this: it was a good ending. It's a good ending. Uh, okay. I mean, I I I did enjoy it. It was a good closure to this story or chapter to the story, maybe. Possibly. I mean, as popular as the game was, I mean, I would think, hey, they would do a sequel to this. Yeah. Or was this a one-off, another one-off game? Because all, all the other That's games are one-offs, done, right, yeah. from this company? Yeah. So, who knows? But this game was great. This game is great. It's fun. There's a lot of replayability to it. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend. I see why there was such high regard to this game. Also, I played some more MLB The Show. We're still playing it. And, yeah, I'm going to have to go back to, like, ranting bad things about it again. (laughs) Because, like, going back to play, I played some NBA 2K also. Mm -hmm. This start in the game, just getting into a game on 2K is just so much faster than MLB The Show. Actually, 2K is faster than... Any other mainline sports games that I played, which is NFL, Madden, and it will be the show. Like 2K um, basketball, it just gets you get there pretty fast, man. Like going to franchise mode and just playing my game, mm-hmm. it like it loads up. Um, I mean, you know, the load times to to get to the game, I wouldn't call it long. I wouldn't call it super quick either, but it's faster than what how these games move. These other games. It's like, and it didn't run so much better. It's like 2K is by far the leader in these in the sports franchise. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, they optimize their game so well for these consoles and the PC, probably. I mean, I, I can't really speak on the PC too much. I mean, the, the last ones I played, they ran well. They ran well on my PC. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unless they just got worse the last two years. So... It's just amazing that it will be the show, which doesn't look visu- like visually demanding compared to 2K. Why isn't this running doesn't run as well? Right. Like, why does it seem like this is such a struggle? Why does it feel like, oh, I have to get a new a new gen system to really play this when it doesn't look like it needs to be? I, I don't understand. Uh, but yeah... Have problems like with that. Um, servers still go down every now and then with this game. Also, now it's come to a point where, like, when you get car packs, like you can do a quick sell or sell now. Like, sell now is when somebody's willing to buy this car for this price, 
and it shows you the highest price. <coughs> and a quick sell is like uh, I don't know what it is, but it's a lower price than the usually the, usually the sell now. But right now the sell now is not working. And I looked on forums, a lot of people saying, "Yeah, sell now. Why is it not working?" But then you get these people always comment and say, "You shouldn't sell now. You should go ahead, go ahead and list it on the marketplace or sell it, make a, a sell order, so somebody can buy it because you'll lose you're losing out on stubs doing that because you could get actually more stubs." Why does this feel like the fucking stock market? <laughs> and then I, I like what somebody says, like, "Dude, I don't have time to do that." And I did yeah. that, and I, I responded to that dude too. I usually don't. Uh, comment on forums. Right. That's just something I'm really excited for, I like, or something I really have an issue with. Like this. And the guy was, along those lines, the guy said like, I don't have time to go through all that. I just want to hurry up, open my pack, and just sell it, and yeah. move on. You don't want and to day this. trade your stubs. It's like this. I'm, saying, I'm tired of seeing comments of people telling me to go do a, a, a sell order, or go on the marketplace and list the price. I, that's not the game to me. That's not. Yeah. I don't have fun doing that. I want to play the game, and I want to. All I want is equipment cards. So I sell my player cards. Like I don't give a damn about what they are. Like if I could get max price. Listen, I want to hurry up and just get the max price I could possibly get at that moment. Yeah. Like so, if you're telling me I can do a sell now and get it for two thousand and a quick sell is only like a thousand then yeah i want to sell now but just sell now is not working so that pisses me off so i have to do a quick sell because look i'm not going to be listen i'm not going to be holding these cards like say okay i'm going to wait till i'll come back because your menu their menu system sucks that when you go to your inventory it'll show you all the cards you don't have also so you have to go through that to see the cards that's highlighted to the ones you have. They don't give you an option to just, just to show you these are all my own cards. Mm. The only way you can do that is if you go online and go to the <laughs> website and do that. And even that is slow. I got to uh. keep it keep loading up too. So it's not like it's fast. It's faster mm. than the on my console, but it's not even great e- either. Sometimes I try to sell something and say, oh, you can't sell this now. And I don't know why. It's like, why can't I sell it? It's saying quick sell. Why can't I sell it now? And then when I do try to list it, like there is an option to say, hey, list it for a price. I say, okay, I'll try it. I try to list it because some people said they sell fast. Because one time I did for me one time. I listed for a price. It sold fast. I said, oh, darn. Good. But the list price, it comes with an option. Oh, you can't sell this for something. I forgot what the what it said, an error message that came up. It was not really an error message, but I was like, what's going on? Something's wrong. So now I, I'm just quick selling these cards for a lot for less than what they are probably worth. But I'm not I don't want to do this auctioneer shit. I don't want to go through that. That that's why I do it. I just want to move on. Because people say, hey, this is why this is happening. Y'all y'all making these cards. Whatever you say flip these cards, whatever the hell that means. I'm like, dude the people who are do, who want to do the sell now option, who are complaining about it, are most likely people like me, who don't really care about the damn cards. They just care about certain cards, which has to do with the road to the show and franchise mode. Anybody else, they just want to get rid of them. Or it's just people who are like, look, these I have so many duplicates of this card. I just want to get rid of it real quick. I don't feel like going through trying to list it and buy it. And it's like, no, just give me my some stubs down like i i don't want to do that 
So I don't know what the fuck is MLB the show is doing because people have been putting orders in, saying complaints about this. They put these orders in. They say they have, and I looked on the site and it said, "Yeah, I put an order in saying about the cell now not working." Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what is going on over there? Like, what is going on with this game? To a point that I'm glad about this other news we we're talking about. We're going to talk about in the news about possibly another baseball game happening. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else have I played? I played some more Final Fantasy VII. I'm close to the end. I am at the part where we are in the Midgar headquarters. Uh, so we were at Shinra headquarters, I should say. Okay. I am in there, so I'm getting very close to being it. Hopefully, I'll beat it this weekend. Or maybe Monday. It all depends how long it takes me to do this podcast. But yeah, it. So okay, overall, I say like I'm enjoying the game. I'm just I'm enjoying it. It's, like I said, nostalgic reasons. The gameplay's okay. It's it, it, it's fine. I definitely want to put a high on my list. I mean, I am curious about the next installment because they did. <clears throat> there's been some news about the next installment that it's going to be a di- di- different atmosphere. I didn't read the article though. Did you read the article on that? Sorry, which one was that? I got distracted. Fi- for Final, Final Fantasy VII? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I saw that thing that said okay, something I'll probably about look different at it emotions for it, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'll look at it on break then. Because they it did mention something about it being a di- different atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, for the next one and a lot of more forested areas. So, yeah, because I want to know how this ends. Because I know it ends definitely. I heard, I heard it ends differently, definitely, than the original game ends. So I am definitely curious uh, how they go from here. Terry, I leveled up in this game. Does that carry over to the second game? Does my weapons move over to the second game? Yeah, I mean, you would hope so. Yeah, what, what moves from this game to that game? And how do you balance that to a point where it's not too easy for me? Do you just make the enemies relative to your level or something of that nature. I, I wonder how that works. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, I, yeah, but I'm enjoying the game. It, it's fun. What else have I seen? I said seen. Have I ever played? I played some Outriders. I played some Outriders. Um, actually, I had played this last week. I forgot to mention it. But um, I fought this big spider monster up in the snowy mountains. It was like a volcanic mountain, though. And, like, it's still, like, a snowy area and then you get to a volcanic area. So it's a whole new area that I've been in. So that's, that's good to see, like, a whole new environment mm-hmm. there. And I did a mission where I... It was a side mission dealing with uh, another... Um, what am I called? Uh, altered. Yeah, people... Because uh, I'm an altered, which some anomaly happened on this planet that caused me to have powers. And apparently while I was in deep sleep and altered was doing studies on people uh, about alterations. And first I think he was trying to figure out how to remove it, but he was like a mad scientist type of dude doing all this shit. And I wanted to go to look at his studies and apparently one of his experiments, I guess the guys got loose and killed him. Mm. so i couldn't so it died with him on how like what did he learn about being altered because there's mm. nobody really had a chance to study it uh 
study this stuff. So maybe I might see that guy who killed him because they show like a it had a cutscene of that guy killing him and talking. Maybe you might see him. But yeah, still having fun with that game. Play some more Second Extinction. Um, still have fun with that. Killed some T Rexes. Uh, I mean the game is okay. Like I said, I think visually, it's a little bland. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I wish it was more. I don't know more forestry or. I'm going to say virus is a little more condensed. I'm not condensed. That's not the right word. It could be open, but just have more stuff around. You know, have, because uh, it's just kind of, sometimes it's kind of plain. And I, I mean, I understand. I mean, this game is, well, it's not even free to play. It's, it's, but, I mean, it's not a, a high production game. It's another game they do, too, that is out. I forgot what it was called because it was very similar in vain to this. But yeah, I've been shooting dinos, playing with some people and killing dinosaurs. I mean, it's fun. Uh, it, I mean, it's, but I could, like, I could see, like, I'll get tired of this game soon, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing it now, but then at eventually I'll be, I'll get bored with this. Like, I can't see something like this lasting. They would have to change it up a lot. Like, they would really add some new dinosaurs and new environments and make some really it's like make some different missions something missions that are more variety i mean i did like the mission where we had to collect the t-rex eggs in the cave and take them out to the pod while dinosaurs were attacking us that was pretty good that was that was fun as hell uh so i mean it's some fun it's like this game is has a lot of potential to be something even bigger that's how i feel about this like it i think it's it's somewhat there but to me, it's not lasting, at least for me. But mm-hmm. it's like it's a framework for something that could be a lot bigger and better. Because if it has that sort of Left for Dead kind of vibe, like just tons of sometimes there be tons of dinosaurs just coming, um, and you just smoking them down. I mean, I feel like yeah, I feel like it could be a lot there for this. And I think that is it. Yeah, that's all I played. So, I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we got the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? And we're back. And now we're doing the flashback segment. New month, people. So, we got the month of May. So, we're going back 10 years, 2011, May 2011. We got Border Storm Apocalypse for PS3. The Border Storm series was like one of those launch window games for ps3 this is its sequel i want to say or or third game i think it was the arctic one was maybe the second one there was the arctic one there was a pacific one i forget there's a lot of i forget which was the second one yeah but this is one of the latest ones probably the last one maybe the last one i don't know this one after apocalypse but i don't really remember apocalypse it's like the vita top down one or something like that I remember like volcanoes exploding and stuff like that in the trailers. I just remember that the first border store looked gorgeous to me. I just mm-hmm. thought like, oh man, this looks really good. Uh I never I never played it though. I never played the game. Do you have the game? No, I think the only one I played was the Vita one that was like top down. And I liked that oh. a lot actually. Oh, you like the worst one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> anyway. Uh what else we got? We got Thor, God of Thunder, the movie-based game, man, yeah. of Thor. It's been 10 years since the Thor movie. 
that movie was adequate to me. Very yeah. adequate. It's not the uh, best, not the worst. It was good. What's the worst? Mm, this the, the sequel? I think it's probably Thor 2 out of if you, have yeah. to, if you have to choose a this is the definitive worst. I know. It breaks your heart because you're like, none of these are worse. They're all exactly. super There great. I could sit and but, watch any of these, Dominic. I can sit beautiful and watch them too, children. <laughs> and say they're good. But the, the, yeah, but I can lie and say they're <laughs> like, oh, this is a great movie. All right. So this came out of everything. All the systems of the time. We, mm-hmm. the Tone DS, PS3, Xbox 360. No PC, though. How I don't know person. Mm-hmm. No, PC people say, we don't want this shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, because I don't think it got, let's see, what did it get rated? Did it get rated? Did it, uh, uh, wasn't did it as good ratings? as the Captain America game. I know that. Nah, I got 38 Ooh, on um, Metacritic for a 360. Now, the Wii got 56 because maybe because you could throw the hammer. Heck and yeah. You could throw your Wii remote and your Wii exactly. remote would come back right to Right through you. my TV. <laughs> the 3DS got it too. I guess maybe some of the stylish stuff. Well, no, the DS is the highest. So the three oh, D, wow. the three maybe the three D heard it. Heard yeah, it. I was gonna um, say it probably turned into like a side scrolling <laughs> platform that you know anybody can make one of those. But the DS you actually got sixty four. PS three got thirty nine. So it was right there with three sixty. The Wii got a fifty six. So yeah, it seems like the Nintendo systems got the highest scores. Just probably because of the functionality of their devices too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, the the PS three should have had and the Xbox should have had a Connect functionality to it. Exactly. It's the only way to save it. Move controllers. That's probably what it was, yeah. Okay, that's it. Because these (laughs) other games aren't even worth mentioning. All right. So now we're going back 20 years. 20 years to the year 2001 in May. We got Mario Party 3. The third Mario Party came out 20 years ago. And now we got like 50 of them somehow. How did that, how we get to 50? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> but it's like I don't, I don't know how many what Mario Party are we on what's the one on the Switch called uh, they have, don't Super, even have a number no it doesn't have a number it's Super Mario Party oh, okay. I'm not even sure what number it is in the franchise though it's gotta be like 9 or 10 I feel like because they did number like, ones wait, wait. up to like 7 I think okay darn that's too close to Mario Kart though I would think it would be more Mario Kart but then again maybe it's a break you know what Mario Kart has more longer breaks than Mario Party yeah, absolutely. so Mario Party might have caught up. Damn, they're gonna they catching they caught up with Mario Kart. That's messed up. <laughs> All right, so we got also Miss Three Exile, the third Miss. I you know I didn't really hear much about the third one too much. No, uh, but it it was on PS. It came on PS2 also. I don't think it came out. I don't know if it came out on the same week though oh, okay. as the Windows version. I I, I couldn't imagine because usually those games take a while to come to consoles. So okay, so the next game we got here is Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Um, it, the PlayStation Two version was released, and you played Gauntlet. What was the the Legends? I think it was. That's yeah, what it was Legends on the sixty four. Right on the sixty four. Yeah, uh, I think that's what I played too. I played a little bit of that because my a friend of mine's had that, mm-hmm. but I didn't really play much of it. That was a series. I think I would have had a lot of fun with. If that just had people to play with. It seemed like because it's a four player game, you know, mm-hmm. uh, beat 'em up and kind of. Uh, what like action RPG, somewhat like you yeah. know, slash top down, hack and hack and slash. slashy bit, yeah, with RPGs, though. yeah, yeah. And I see, I remember seeing it in the arcades too, and people playing it. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your game. This is about your um heritage off road redneck racing, came out for <laughs> Windows 
in the United States. All my favorite Florida wrestling <laughs> or wrestling uh, racing arenas, I guess. What the heck? I would um like what did this get rated? I'm sure only the best, Dominic. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. Leonard and Bubba's seal of approval. <laughs> That's what it says? Uh-huh. <laughs> Where you see that at? On the cover. Oh. <laughs> the reception is, it was a on Next Generation. Rated it three stars out of five. That's actually pretty damn good. I was say, that's not so bad. Uh, instead, that not bad for getting back to your white trash roots. There you go. Oh, it's a but spinoff it's, of Redneck Rampage, which was like the first-person shooter redneck game. What did you shoot in that? I, hmm, let's say animals. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like the idea of what you would be shooting in a redneck game. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say deer. <laughs> yeah. Definitely deer. Actually, but it certainly doesn't have the staying power of a great racer. Tom Price reviewed it for Computer Gaming World, rated three and a half stars out of five. Yo, they, it's okay. I mean, it looked like they made a pretty good game. So yeah, Dan, you should, I think you should get that, man. You see, Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's available roots, on Dan. Steam or GOG. And also, this game, I'm so mad I missed this game. I could have played this. The Land Before Time Great Valley <laughs> Racing Adventure. And I watched oh, the wow, video a of this. Oh, wow, a kart racer. No, it's not a kart race. That's what it's I was thinking. Not? I was like, how they how they make carts? How they make carts? They don't have hands. So <laughs> they <laughs> No, they're just running. Oh man, come on. You're just you're just running on your feet. It's a racer and they got voice acting and things of that nature. Like I heard Ducky talking. I was like that ain't the Ducky voice I remember from the first <laughs> land before time. I was like, this must be like the new land before time Ducky voice. But yeah, it looked and I mean I guess for a PlayStation game, it looks okay. Yeah. Um, I know I saw a lot of people say, oh, that's my childhood. And I was like, yeah, I was a little too old for that to be my childhood. <laughs> but I can see, yeah, that for people, yeah, if that was my child, I mean, as a kid, maybe I would have had a game like this and like, oh, man, there's fond memories of this <laughs> shitty ass game. All right. So that is it for game releases. Wasn't much for this week, the first yeah. week of May. But as for a new month, we always do magazine covers of that month. So, we're starting with PC Gamer. And on a month of... For the first cover, we're going to have PlayStation Magazine. And they got Resident oh. Evil Operation Raccoon City World Exclusive. Oh, man. This, is, this was the action game. I think it was multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, the online multiplayer um, action game. My friend played it. He said he didn't like it. He, he thought it wasn't good. <laughs> I think he borrowed it from Gamefly. It says, even the zombies are scared. Oh, my goodness. The zombies are even scared, Daniel. Uh-oh. Oh, what's going on here? They develop anyway, feelings. I'm afraid. Also, they got Prey 2. Stunning shooter reveal. Heck, yeah. Yeah, that did that ever that ever came out right? <laughs> Not as Prey Two, no. Prey yeah, came out no. afterwards, but it was a completely different thing, different game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, Battlefield Three, the new Modern Warfare. Yes, people are excited because it looks so great. <laughs> but it, I mean, multiplayer is probably fine, but the single player was boring. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got Border Storm Apocalypse reviewed, best one yet. Oh, I didn't look at the review scores for that. 
Probably Apparently, not. it's the best one yet, Dominic. <laughs> no, nah, the it best one's the one you, you played. You said the Vita. I, I think it is. And Batman Arkham City. Time to clean up Gotham. Heck yeah. Also, they got Dead Island, Uncharted 3, best PSP RPGs. God, it's weird to think that that's when Dead Island came out, Dominic. <laughs> God. That was so long ago. Where's Dead Island 2 at? I don't know. Um, Crisis 2. And here's another magazine. And I want to say it's going to be kind of familiar, Daniel, to you. Which one's that? Xbox Magazine. I thought Resident you were going to tell Evil. me Redneck Magazine. No, Resident Evil World Exclusive. So how oh, is it that wait a second. PlayStation had World Exclusive? This is, this is a different Resident Evil, right? The horror series is back with a sinister new twist in Operation, Ra- Operation <laughs> Raccoon <laughs> City, Dominic. So who has wait the World Exclusive, second. Daniel? Who has Whoever got exclusive. to my house first. As it turns out, Dominic, they're both future magazines, so they were owned by the same people. Sons of bitches. You know what? That's right. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> I thought That's I was getting legitimate <laughs> Xbox fans writing the official Xbox magazine. I thought Bill Gates was writing the Xbox magazine alongside The Rock. <laughs> it turns out, No. They gave. How you gonna have the cover for both things? Look, we're gonna have both have photo exclusive. Somewhere in really tiny print, in the same color of the background, it says Xbox version. So, you know, they also have twenty three new games, including Warhammer, Battlefield Three, Hunted, and more. Also, how to start a clan, tips, tricks, and experts' advice. Oh yeah, I need to learn that to start a clan in. Yeah. For my opera um, outsiders, outriders, I mean, outriders game. Hey, uh, what else I got? Pray two. The first details on the stunning space shooter. Ooh. Uh, and we have Rage, Gears of Wars three, Batman Arkham City. Now I just right. want to see like scans of both of these magazines and see if they're the exact same articles in both. <laughs> It could, just, you know, it could be, fucking man. find and replace PlayStation with Xbox and all of them. All right. Electronic Gaming Monthly. We have, okay, Uncharted 3 is on the Heck cover. yeah. Drake's Deception. Our massive behind-the-scenes preview. New features, new discoveries, new villains. Also, they have... First look at Mass Effect 3. Oh my goodness, Mass oh, Effect 3. Boy. I cannot wait. Uh, also, 10 Secrets of Fear 3. Ooh. And 3DS launch. All these threes, Daniel. Yep. EGM picks the winners. And Generation Packs. So I guess like, talking about packs. Yeah, Penny Arcade Expo packs. Yeah, is it Packs West? Generation uh, of us going to packs. <laughs> That's coming up on the anniversary of 10 years now, Dominic. Not really. I know. <laughs> about to, wait, wait, wait. No, it's not. That's why I say stop. Don't do that. It's five also, years. Also, exclusive, exclusive info for the front lines of Battlefield 3. Then they got some things up here. Anarchy Reigns. You remember that game? Vaguely. Uh, never did. That one I feel like I do. Is that the one you could take your head off and stuff? Transformers. What is this? Uh, D-O-T-M. Dark of the is, Moon. Oh, that's oh, the movie no. one. <laughs> the movie game. No, thank you. Yeah. And Arkham, because of Arkham City. 
And a dozen new... Hold up, because this thing's blocked. Okay. A dozen new reviews inside. Storm Apocalypse. Crisis 2. Shift 2. Unleashed. Uh, Shift 2 was the car racing game, right? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4 on the 3D, the 3D edition. Plus 30 recaps. Alright. So, what else we got here? Daniel, damn, I got all these windows open. Alright. <laughs> so, Game Pro... With the Game Pro show in May. Please tell me how to get the right one. Okay. Border Call Bang on the front here. Who is this? Katana? Yeah, Katana. Can I have my head back, please? No, I, she can keep my head. Oh, Ooh, good lord. That's, that's, that's I don't the, like the it. La- <laughs> the Last Guardian. Shove it, Roger Ebert. Games are art. <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. <laughs> Somebody's bad. Uh-huh. Also, also, superhero games. Why so seriously bad? Uh, 3DS, Dead or Alive Dimensions, now jiggling in 3D. That's what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> Tio, a whole new kind of gaming system. Oh, is, I, I don't think that lasted. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. No. Um, Sony, versus, <laughs> Sony versus Nintendo. Handheld war heats up. And we all know who won. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Renegade Ops Reveal. I don't know what that is. Renegade Ops. Uh, That's the, like, top-down in a vehicle game that was, like, a Xbox Live thing, I think. Okay. But, Darren, it's Mortal Kombat. It came out in 2011? Mortal Kombat 9? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about Damn. it last week. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. We we, we talked about the release. It released last week, or we do? Yeah, it released last week. Oh, that's right. Damn. Yeah, Damn, that Daniel. and Portal uh, Two. Daniel, I just <laughs> it I all just blends together, Dominic. Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is America's number one independent games magazine. That's what they tell us. Yeah, I mean they probably are because Game Informer is not independent. Did you mention the exclusive game beats the the internet or magazine beats the internet? No. Badge that they I, have I, on there? <laughs> oh, I did yeah. not see that. Hold on, I got to go back to it. As you know. Where's that magazines. At? Top left corner. Oh, that. Oh, that badge. Because <laughs> you know. Magazines that take a month to publish and print are <laughs> definitely head of the internet. Okay. All right. So what we got here? We got Edge Magazine, Max Payne Three on a cover. Heck yeah. Yes, and this this game it's a game I played, but remember nothing about. It's a game I didn't play and wanted to because I love two so much and don't remember anything about it. Like I played you through wear this whole game, shirts. and I can't tell you shit about this game. And then I watched it again on YouTube just to say, hey, I can't remember this game. And I still don't remember. I said, God damn. And I played this game. I got the achievements to prove it. That and I then beat you it. watched Man on Fire and you went, yep, that's the plot of that, I think. <laughs> like, I, had no, I don't know anything about it. Um, all right. So Max Payne 3, Rockstar on the resurrection of its hard-boiled anti-hero. Also reviewed Crisis 2, Ridge Racer 3D, Shift 2, Patapon 3, Swarm. Killer Instincts, the true, the truth behind gaming's obsession with dealing death. Mm. Oh, and Prey Two, 
rethinking the art of the open world FPS. No, they did not. Uh, <laughs> and we have Beyond 3DS inside the new generation of holographic 3D. It was the future. All right. So that is it for 2011. So now we're going to 2001. Let's see a few of these covers. We got Nintendo Power had Zelda, the Oracle of Ages, and the Oracle of Seasons. Heck yeah. On the front. Now, yeah, you play these games, right? Yep. And they're both awesome. Made by Capcom, much like a lot of the Game Boy and handheld. Who's that blue haired uh, girl? Zelda. She is, uh, I forget what her name is, but I think she is the Oracle of Ages. She's okay. the one that you're trying to save. And the pirate man is the Oracle of Seasons? Yes. No, he's... Oh. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I mean, I'm sure he's some one of the bad guys, but he's not the main bad guy of either that I recall. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, he also party with Mario again. Oh, thank God. <laughs> God, oh, look, and look I looked Mario. it up, Dominic. Super Mario Party is 11. There, 11, were, 10, yeah, there were 10 numbered ones. Darren, they really they beat out Cart. Yeah. Yep. Cart is on 8. They're mm-hmm. on 8. They're up here on 11. All right. So what's they got? That Super Mario Advance. They got Advance News, man. Super Mario Advance. F-Zero Maximum Velocity, Rayman Advance. Oh, my God. A yep. Game Boy Advance, Daniel. Oh, memories. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, dynamic. sweet memories. And it's funny that oh. they were talking about the Game Boy Advance. Meanwhile, they've got on the cover Zelda, which is a Game Boy Color game. <laughs> yeah. But you can play on the Game Boy Advance, right? Yes, you got... Yes. Was yes, it backwards compatible, right? Yeah, because yep. it just sticks out. It just sticks out from the back. Mm-hmm. Is that how it worked? Yeah. Yeah, it just stuck out higher. Yeah. It may look ugly. It All was right. definitely weird. Definitely didn't fit in your pocket anymore. Yeah. Well, no, you supposed to have baggy pants. Oh, that's true. Back then, I had my Jinkos. <laughs> Jinkos. Was Bugle Boy still a thing? Uh, I don't know. Bugle <laughs> Boys might still be a thing, don't I mean, it might be. <laughs> My daughter got right. some Oshkosh bagashes the other day. So I know. mean, that's always it. That's a damn store. <laughs> All right. So what we got here? Uh, I don't. Okay. Next Gen Magazine. I'm trying to make sure this is the right month. Yes, it is. World... Next, Next Gen Magazine of 2001. World exclusive. Halo. So look, Halo is going to come out 20 years. The new Halo for this year. They did it right, Daniel, by not coming out last year. They're coming out close to the anniversary of the original Halo. That's insane. <laughs> so they, they were right. They say that's that's what they were going for. They say, no, we'll be coming out too early. We oh, yeah, come that's out definitely with, what with they the were original, going for. <laughs> the original Halo. We got to celebrate right. the proper anniversary here, guys. Come on. It says, can Bungie's War Machine lead Xbox to victory? Yes. Sort also, of. Tr- yeah, it is sort of. Trouble in Mario World, Nintendo's oh, no. top GameCube developer in turmoil. Oh my god, what happened, Daniel? What happened? I don't know. I don't know who could it be. Also, plus eleven new Xbox titles, GeoForce 3 stunning graphics. Heck yeah. And new games for Vectrek, Atari twenty six hundred, and ColecoVision. Stop. Okay. 
<laughs> no way. That's next gen for you right there, Dominic. Yeah. Also, they reviewed Conker's Bad Fur Day, Fear Effect 2, Paper Mario, Shadow of Destiny, Clive Barker's Undying. Yeah. Also revealed cool Virtual Fighter 4 and Crazy Taxi 2. Oh, yeah. Virtual Fighter 4 was good. I like Virtual Fighter 4. All right. So, what else we got here? We got Game Informer. They got Azuric, Rise of Per Parathia. Azuric, Rise of Parathia, whatever the hell this is. This is one of those launch window titles on the Xbox that did not do well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Xbox stretches stuff. Over 20 Game Boy Advance previews. Yes, Game Boy Advance has arrived. <laughs> also, Legion Legend of Excalibur Medieval Madness comes to the PlayStation 2. That I'm blanking on. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Xbox examined the future the future or failure. Mm, maybe a little bit of both. PlayStation 2 Tag Team Tactics. Cookie and Cream. Strategy God. Heck yeah, Dominic. That's where <laughs> I went. I went to Game Informer for my strats. Yeah. And Eye Candy. Previews of Halo, Bunches Odyssey, Mech Commander 2, Project Gotham, Amped, Test Drive, Medal of Honor, Blood Omen 2. And Dead or Alive. Because it's I can't be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where I'm at now, I am at P- PlayStation Mag, the unofficial PlayStation Magazine, the number one, 100% independent, and the number one PlayStation Magazine. Um, Actually, I don't see that out there, but they usually, they usually say that. Uh, here we go. We got... They weren't anymore at that point. We got Street Fighter guys on the front here. But the big thing I see here is Sega on PlayStation 2. Could it be? Sega reveals its top secret plans in our exclusive interview. Oh, my oh, goodness. Man. What's happening? What's happening? Uh, <laughs> plus 30 screens of Virtual Fighter 4. Yeah. Oh, this is Virtual Fighter. I said Street Fighter. He looked just like Ryu. Um, he yeah, does. this is Retro Fighter 4. I, yeah, I was thinking the same, and then I was thinking, who's that red guy? That's <laughs> yeah, Blanca before is... he turns into a green guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Retro Fighter 4. Everybody had a Ryu, man. Everybody mm-hmm. had a Ryu. Everybody still does. Yeah. <laughs> Metal Gear 2. 100 plus screens. It's solid, too, you jackasses. It's not Metal Gear. <laughs> There was already, oh my goodness! All right, but then also, plus how screens. big were those screens? That oh, they were small. Plus. I know they were small. <laughs> Size of a postage small. stamp. Yeah, exactly. It's like oh, I think that's a gear. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, dude, it's probably like a bunch of screens. Uh, then they make it one big picture, you know. They didn't yeah. want to be a picture with it. They just, they just put it in blocks. Mm-hmm. New new info and screens on Quake 3, NBA Street. Yes, the probably the best arcade <laughs> NBA game. I don't care. NBA Jam. Jam Game is the second best. NBA Street was better than me. Project Eaton, Gran Turismo 3, Twisted Metal Black. Also, they got WF SmackDown 3. First PS2 details. I was oh, so boy. excited for this, and the game wasn't that good. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zone of Enders from the creators of Metal Gear comes our game of the month. Oh, their game of the month. It wasn't like they had probably much of a choice. 
Because, I mean, there wasn't a lot of PlayStation 2 games or PlayStation games coming out. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, it was an all right game, though. It was an all right game. All right. So what else we got? That, that, that is it for 2001. I mean, I got one magazine cover for 1996 that I want to show off. It's Nintendo Power. Ken Griffey on the front, man. Sliding into home. I definitely home. had that magazine. Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run. 12 pay spectacular. Mm-hmm. That was a great game. That was a great game. I liked it. Uh, N64. Oh, man. The N64, man. Four page exclusive Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Man, that game was hard. I don't think that mission was good. That, that game was good. <laughs> that game uh, was impossible. All right. So, In Depth of Mohawk and Headphone Jack. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Mohawk okay, and Headphone um, Jack. Lobo. Did Lobo have a game? Uh, I don't remember. Center, Lufia 2, Super Mario RPG. Also, Players Poll Contest, Win the Olympics. Oh, yeah, 1996 Olympics. Uh, This is 15 years ago. All right. And uh, did I say 20 years ago or 15 years ago? I don't think I said any years ago, did I? I just said years ago. Apparently, Mohawk and Headphone Jack are a, a video game. I have oh, never so seen uh, this before in my life, but this man is naked, and it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, look, we can see the price. This magazine cost four ninety five dollars 95 back in 1996. That's equivalent to $50 to today's dollars. Oh, boy. In Canada, <laughs> in Canada <laughs> it was five ninety five. And that's equivalent to 10,000 rupees. No, it's going to say right. 69 cents today. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is it for the flashback segment. And oh, what you got here? You got Mohawk. And, what the hell is that? That's what I'm saying. It's like a tennis ball with a Mohawk. He has no and genitals. Then... <laughs> this man has no. I guess maybe he's supposed to be like a Play-Doh or a clay. I have no idea to be honest i don't understand it at all i I was thinking like there was a two-player like someone was named headphone jack maybe he's the same guy i think there is a is a second player because there is a two-player option in the menu screen yeah man all right so i guess we'll take a break when we get back and get to the gaming news all right to the gaming news so what we got there all right dominic so returnal has been kind of controversial since its release we talked a little bit about the pricing issues that some people may have with a game that is a roguelike but another issue that people have been raising is the fact that you cannot save the game while in a run um a lot of games you can't really do that, but what it'll do to make up for it is allow you to save and quit. So you're not, 
you know, saving in the middle of a run and kind of saves coming stuff, right? They want to try and avoid yeah. letting you do that. So they, they do a save and exit. Um, Returnal, their policy is basically use the PlayStation sleep mode if you need to go do life things while you are in the middle of a run. Well, apparently that doesn't work out very well necessarily if the game is set to auto-update and then you lose your save progress. Um, That's unfortunate. And then I saw they were also having some issues with losing save progress just in general, and they patched the game. And then in some cases, your saves can be recoverable, and in some ways they can't be. That seems really shitty too. But what do you think, Dominic? I mean, like, saving should just be a fundamental thing that you should be able to do. I mean, ideally the sleep function of a PlayStation would work, but Hey, the power goes out sometimes. So you need to be able to save. I understand that people say like, Oh, we want to intend for this to be a, a run. And we don't want, like you said, the saves coming, but that's what saving, saving quit is a thing because exactly. it erases your, when you go back, it erases that save. So now you're on your new play. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make it so that you can keep constantly saving. You can't exploit that. You yeah. can't really exploit that. You're just picking up where you left off, just like we want to. Yeah. So I, I don't understand the logic unless you're trying to say that, no, we want you to, it has to be, is it like supposed to be a marathon to you? Is that what it is? That you're intended yes. for this to be, I have to play it through this playthrough for, like you said, some people say it'll take an hour. But I'm like, I'm, dude, I mean, as much as I, I sort of get what you're saying, but you got to realize life, man. Yeah. This is a, this is a game. Like maybe you can make it an achievement if you if you stay here, set and play it through at this time limit or something. But don't hurt me because I got other things to do. But yeah. I enjoy your game. I enjoy your game. But I got other things to do. I can't. Maybe I can only play games for thirty minutes at a time. You know, or something like that. Say, so, hey, just quick thirty minutes and go. Especially with roguelikes. That's, like I feel like yeah I like to get in quick play some and maybe sometimes I might be in a mood like oh I can play this for a while now but sometimes I'll be like hey I just want to play some quick action to see where I can go and then stop I can do a saving quit and I can move on and I come back to it but you not gave me the option and I can rely I got rely on the system itself uh, man that's not I don't think that's good at all no give me some more accessibility here come on what are we doing yeah and stop it. I mean, and I don't think this hurt any type of artistic uh, make of the game. Like any, no. um, but, but I don't see how, how that does that. This is the either. way we designed the game and we should only allow you to play it that way. No, that's not what this is. This is just silliness that you, come on. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if, if it could have been like a mandate from Sony, like, hey, you don't need to put a thing. I mean, maybe mandate is a strong word, but like, hey, you don't need to put a mid-game save in because we're building this sleep feature will that will solve all the problems of every developer. And then it turns out that was half-baked and, you know, the developers are getting shit when it's not really their fault. Yeah. yeah I, hope, I hope that's not the case because that's yeah. so dumb to me, Cause especially with what we know about updates is that, Hey, if it updates, kills the game, then that's yeah. it. That's why I like Nintendo's and, and maybe Returnal. I don't know. Maybe it has some kind of online ties that 
make it so like, hey, you can only play this when when it's been updated. But that's why like Nintendo is where you start the system, you go into the game if you were in the middle of a game and it's like, hey, do you want to start the software? Do you want to close it and update? Or do you want to just cancel back out to the, the main menu, basically? And they give you the ability to like, oh, go back into my game, save, exit, and then, you know, do the update and whatnot. I mean, that's not... I know that's not ideal for everybody because, like, you look at these Call of Duty patches where they're, like, 10 gigs and people just want their game to be patched when they get back, and that can't necessarily be the case if it can't shut down the game. But there's got to be some kind of, like, happy in-between where it's like, okay, we've downloaded and prepped everything for this update, and it's ready to go as soon as you want to do it, but you can get back into your game, save, or do whatever you need to do before it it does this thing, you know, with the PlayStation, they should have the power to do that. Right. You they can download, so. have it download the patch and just not turn the game off and say, right. yeah, like you just said, yeah, the power of the PlayStation, Dominic. I mean, if Nintendo could pull it off, then I would hope they'd be able to, <laughs> but yeah, I just don't know if Returnal has like those online hooks that are like, Oh, well you can only be online connected to this game. If it's, you know, connected to the internet and, patch to the latest thing but that's you know another thing for the developer to figure out hopefully they'll patch in some sort of save system for this game because it seems like people are that's what people are talking about so people want it you know yeah i mean and people are enjoying your game too so yeah that's another exactly. thing too it's like these are, these are people who are playing it yeah it sucks to have these small kind of issues ruin an otherwise really good game experience people seem to be having with it all right dominic in some other news uh real briefly it was seemed like it was announced that going forward the yakuza series was going to be a turn-based thing like they've decided after uh, like a dragon that that's the direction they're going after um so this week they also announced that Judgment, uh, Lost Judgment, the sequel to Judgment, is going to be coming out this year on September 24th. There was a decently long trailer for it as well, kind of showing what the story is going to be. I just wonder if that's what they're where they're going with it. Like, hey, we've got Judgment now. That can be our fighting kind of thing, action, our more actiony fighting game, and then Yakuza is going to be our you know turn-based thing over here i wonder if they're just like oh we'll do that because we have the diversity between these two judgment titles. never did release on xbox did it i don't think it did but lost uh, judgment this one is will. coming yeah. yeah this one's coming to to all the consoles ps well ps4 ps5 xbox one and xbox series x i'm like i gotta play that first one <laughs> like just tell me do i have to get it on playstation so i can know not to see like oh Game Pass is going to get it. Yeah. See, I would, I would, yeah, exactly. I would be surprised if we didn't see it come to Game Pass in in the coming months as a lead up to Judgment. Uh, what did you think about Judgment? Is that something you were interested in playing? Had it? Yeah, come to I am Xbox. I figured because obviously Yakuza you, you enjoy a lot. Uh, did you watch the trailer for this new one? No, I haven't watched the trailer. It looks intense. There's, there's lots of people dying and stuff. Oh. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second, Dominic. Wait a second. Judgment. 
Yes, you can play Judgment on Xbox. What? It is $40. I did not know that. And optimized for Xbox Series X and S. I didn't know Judgment was on the Xbox. Good God. I'm a little surprised it's not a hasn't been a Game Pass game in that case. Because of what they were doing with all the Yakuza ones. Oh, well, right. I gotta check that out then. Watch out when I do get it. If I do get it, and it's like, oh, Game Pass. Oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Absolutely. You got me. You or they'll me. finally give you a thing for for Xbox Gold. It'll be like, here you go. <laughs> we actually decided to put a decent game on here. So. Yeah. In news of other game, new games releasing, we got Tom Clancy's The Division Heartland. Ubisoft announced this. It is a free-to-play game coming in the world free of to play. Division. Yeah. And it's projected to release sometime this year or next year. They don't have anything firm in place right now. I wonder what's going to make it different than the other Division games, but being free to play. You're going to buy all that customization stuff. That's the only thing I could think, right? Is like, or or more cosmetic stuff. It's not necessarily going to be like your stat related stuff. But hey, you want to make your Division guy look more cool here you go here's the options yeah see i won't care about that yeah (laughs) so then you can play for free without any you know any issues at all except for yeah they'll do something yeah when this game comes out because i like the division so i'm like Mm -hmm. so what makes this like the other one's a premium and this one's going to be free to play yeah because they did say they're going to continue making content for two now how long they're going to continue to make content for two, I guess we'll find out. But doesn't seem like they're abandoning that for this. So, yeah, what does make that game more premium over this one? Could just be this is, you know, they see all the other games going free-to-play in a way, and they're like, oh, going, you know, this would have been Division 3, but they're like, ah, free-to-play seems like the, the thing to jump on. Maybe we're going to go that direction. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dominic. Here's the one you alluded to earlier. EA has acquired Metalhead, who are the makers of the Super Mega Baseball franchise. Is it happening, Dominic? Is it happening? Man, and I didn't. Did I do it for this year? That EA? I I don't remember if you did. (laughs) Yeah, I probably didn't do it. I probably said I give up. And look what happened. You sons of bitches. I don't know. At Uh, least it probably won't won't come out this year right well no it's not gonna come out this year no but i was i was gonna see announcement yeah this year. i knew what i knew it was gonna yeah. come out this year darn man so they finally so they got well they acquired them it'd be funny they acquired them saying they're gonna be working on our new battlefield game <laughs> they're gonna make a star wars yeah exactly. yeah they're gonna work on battlefield expansion pass <laughs> yeah oh, that news so, is too real to me dominic i gotta think man it's a baseball game I just hope it's you not like an arcade so. baseball. I mean, if it's, a, if it's a good arcade baseball, fine. Fine. But after the problems I'm having with the show, I'm like, they need the show needs a, uh, a kick in the butt. Yeah. Like, to, for they can um, make their games better. So, competition is what helps does do that. So, yeah. Let and it them doesn't do seem like MLB's against giving them that kick in the butt either. You know, like no. with the Xbox stuff, it seems like MLB's like, I don't give a fuck. Just. You yeah, know? yeah. You gotta go multiple systems here. Yeah. Like, so if you, you want like, a good want game, also, you know, maybe they'll give them like, hey, look at what EA's doing over here. We might give them the license for this. What do you think? 
<sighs> Excuse me. But yeah, I, I'm i a little excited for this. Like EA, now they're getting college football, now they're getting mm-hmm. baseball. I'm so fight, excited for these new microtransactions to exploit us. <laughs> it is going to be wonderful. That also it's is going to way be so too real, Dom. Yeah. Uh, baseball, MLB Ultimate Team, baby. Yes. <laughs> get my Barry Bonds, my Sammy Sosa. I get my yeah. team. So, oh, yeah, here's my team right here. Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, uh, Giambi, <laughs> Jason Giambi. You and yep. me are killing. Freaking Jose Canseco. Yeah. Smash Bros over here. Yep. Well, speaking of taking studios. And also, what's that racist guy named? Uh, Rock? Rocker? Uh, oh, John Rocker. From Atlanta? <laughs> John Rocker. <laughs> 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 I think if you're going to take a picture from uh, Atlanta, you could think of a couple better ones, though. <laughs> just, a, just a couple. All right, Dominic. Speaking of exploiting uh, studios into making your free play well not free play your your popular game bullshit activision uh the toys for bob developer the guys who made the crash bandicoot 4 and also made the spyro remasters they are now supporting call of duty warzone because that game makes money and maybe crash bandicoot did not i thought it sold pretty all right i feel like we talked about i know people liked it yeah, I just know people liked it. I don't know. I mean, what is what is? I mean, we talked what talked good. about this before. Yeah. What is sales to these guys? What is good? What is right. good sales for them? Quadrillion billion dollars. Yeah, especially that that Bobby Kodak Dominic. Yeah, he took a pay cut. Yes, he did. Yeah, he's forced to so, take so a pay he, cut. So he's like, I want more money. we shut down the toys for Bob (laughs) yeah I mean allegedly Activision is like uh, you know they're still working on Crash 4 so we didn't kill them yet and I guess there were rumors I don't want them to work on Crash 4 no more (laughs) I don't want them to work on Crash 5 (laughs) yeah Uh, so I don't know if DLC or something is coming for that game or or the new Spyro there you go I mean that's the thing right like we did the Spyro remaster we did the Crash remaster we got Crash 4 like can we get a Spyro remaster can can we get Toys for Bob to do a Jack and Daxter <laughs> I don't think that uh, works as far as licensing goes but come yeah, on yeah I think they're yeah. They're can Sony pick Sony. them up from Activision and save them so that we don't get like a Neversoft situation here I just I can't with these Dominic like I'm pretty sure Toys for Bob also worked on a Tony Hawk at some point as well. So yeah, they're t- t- Activision killing all my hopes and dreams here, Dominic. Just play some Call of Duty, Daniel. Just 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 play. <sighs> yeah, I still haven't tried Warzone. Maybe it would. Maybe that would be the one, Dominic. That would be the one that's like yeah, Call of Duty or online first person shooter survival thing. Yeah, not so much. Something that might do it for me, though, Dominic. Uh, Nintendo, they announced Game Builder's Garage coming in June for 30 bucks. This is basically like a game maker studio. It gives you the tools to design and fulfill your own game. It's I'm interested to see if... Fulfill your dreams. Fulfill your dreams. Yes. Like, like, like dreams for Sony. The dreams <laughs> yes. game for Sony, huh? Wait, what? Dreams? What's that? <laughs> yeah, I 
The thing I'm interested in the most with this is that they say they have like tutorials and courses in there, which interests me so much because this is from Nintendo. And now, you know, it could be any number of developers under the Nintendo umbrella. But Nintendo, when you think of that name, is a company that produces some of the best games in the world. And if those are the people giving you advice on how to make a game you know, I, I would hope it's pretty good advice. Um, I want to see how the tools are, if they're simple enough to for someone like myself to understand, but also complex enough for people to make really cool things. And I'm also, I also want to know what they're going to do as far as shareability. Is this going to be a Mario Maker situation where it's hard in a lot of ways to find the good content? Or are they going to figure out how to actually make a decent online thing, which I have my doubts about. So probably the first thing, or am I going to have to just hand my system to (laughs) Dominic? I want you to play my level. Okay. I'll be there in 10 minutes. I got to drop off my switch in the age (laughs) of, I mean, just social being people being social digitally. It's like, don't do that. Do yeah. not make it like it's back in the times of the PlayStation with RPG Maker. You got to give somebody your memory card. Like, you got to make it so that it, it is. I'm sorry. This has to be like what Dreams is. You put it up there, then you post it. You can have people just find it mm. uh, online or like an easy search. You, you got to put the work in for that, man. Yes, absolutely. You got to put the work in because it makes, it makes things a whole lot easier. It makes people stay with that. That especially, uh, yeah, because like two. I could start making a thing on here and then quickly realize, okay, making games isn't as hard. Like the fundamentals, I'm not going to say making a game isn't hard, but the fundamentals of putting a game together are not as hard as I thought. Let me take the skills that I've learned in Game Builder's Garage and take them over to Unity or Unreal Engine. And not only are you losing players, but you're also losing your creators. Uh, they have to. I hope they put the work in to make it whole, very simple yeah. to share your content to the world, and the world can find it. Mm-hmm. All right, Dominic. And some other news that I am very interested in. The other day, I think it was like Wednesday, people started posting on Twitter that they could preload Psychonauts 2 via the Xbox store. And later that was taken down, but the Xbox app, you could still go in and preload to your console. Um, So people are suspecting that the release for this game is imminent. Like it's very close. And I hope that to be true. Uh, we'll see. I know some games, people are giving examples of, ah, shit, I forget the game now, but saying like they could preload the game four months ahead of it coming out. Now, even if it's four months away, that's, you know, maybe sooner than I expected to see this game because we haven't heard really anything as far as when to expect it. So, you know, at this point, any news is, is news to me as long as it's not past 2021 yeah so i'm excited there were also some new screenshots and stuff that went up as part of the xbox store page uh there's one that looked like you're in a land with a lot of teeth sticking out of the ground and i do not like that at all because teeth are creepy dominic especially when they're detached from faces just to listen when 
I was playing Outriders. Mm-hmm. Like they had something, you know, like maybe the anim not the animation, but the textures on some of my face. Oh no. It was it was missing and like you just saw the teeth. Oh my god, it it's just <laughs> I was like, Oh god, don't do this. And then it did it again. I played like a week later. Oh, no. And I was like, still when I went to talk to that person again, that stand still same thing happened. And then a pop up, the lips pop up after a while, mm-hmm. but I'm like, ah, oh, it's just so nasty. It's like I see the teeth and the red gum. So it's like, oh, you lost your face. What happened to you? Just like that. <laughs> um, what was it? The um, Unity. Assassin's Creed. I hate that yeah. photo. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I hate that shit. I was like, I don't want to see that. With the eyeballs and the teeth. It's like, yep. God damn. But hey, Dominic, the part of the, uh, I wasn't going to mention it, but I'll mention this very specific one. Um, Microsoft has added a ton more games to its FPS boost thing that you can play like backwards compatible games at higher uh, frame rates and whatnot on series consoles. And Unity is one of them. So you can now play Assassin's Creed Unity at 60 frames per second on the console. So that's pretty cool, actually, considering how broken that game was. All right, Dominic, the big news, uh, what feels like kind of some of the biggest news of the week Sony has entered a partnership with Discord, and it sounds like they are going to be begin having some integration in their console in 2022, as well as uh, Sony bought up some Discord stock or like bought. I don't think they're public, but uh, put in some money. They're they're now a minority owner in Discord. Um. It's cool that Discord is coming to a console, but Discord very much feels like a thing that should just be on all the consoles, Switch included, and it it feels like it shouldn't be something that's just locked into being integrated into one competitor's software. Seems weird. That sucks if it does it, but, you know, whatever, I guess that's how it is with these companies, but... Yeah, because I would love it that Discord is part of all of them. I want mm. them to be integrated with all of these guys. That way, as you see more games that are like cross-play, you can you can chat with your friends on PC, you can chat with your friends on Xbox and whatnot outside of the game ecosystem. Yeah, exactly. You know, so if you change games or whatever, you can all stay together. Yeah, that's what that's what a lot great. of people were saying that they they would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Sony fanboys are saying, yes, this is good. Just get, some exclusive, <laughs> get this exclusive to us. I, I can understand. I mean, because, I mean, you got that stock, man. You got the Sony stock. So you, <laughs> you want all that stuff. Yes, but apparently. Stock's but, on the rise. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it seems weird. But especially after the news that, you know, Microsoft was looking to, well, the rumors that Microsoft was looking to acquire them. And now to have them side with Sony, I wonder if, you know, Microsoft was interested, but they weren't interested. They want to stay independent. And then, you know, maybe reached out to Sony or Sony reached out to them and they were more receptive to that idea of doing some kind of partnership with them. So, yeah. All right, Dominic, in some Nether Realms news, uh, what are we? How many years has it been since Mortal Kombat 11 came out now? Two? Or. <laughs> Has it is been it, more than is, that, is it, has it? It's either three or two. I, I got to look it up. Yeah, so we're getting to 
the point 2019. So yeah, it's been two years, but we're getting to the point where we would be talking about the next nether realms game. Uh, in the past, it's been kind of an alteration between mortal Kombat and injustice with DC, you know, superheroes. Um, but now Ed Boone is, was out on Twitter the other day, kind of given googly eye emojis going like, Oh, James Gunn was able to work on a DC movie and a Marvel movie. How interesting. So there are rumors now going around that oh, bullshit. Nether Realms is working on a Marvel fighting game. Can they? Are, are they exclusive to WB? I I mean, obviously WB would maybe I mean they're owned by WB. Um so I would wonder if if that would be something that WB would be for, I mean, if it's going to make them money, I can't see why they wouldn't be as long as, you know, they aren't abandoning ship on the DC games. Um, I mean, would you, are you ready for another injustice game? If it was just another injustice game, not if it does the Michael <laughs> transaction stuff like they did. Right. Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Well, more, what's, or is two, it considered right? Michael? Is it even making Michael? Um, well, no, definitely not that. But Mortal Kombat Eleven supposed to be better, yeah. and I, I guess it was different. Yeah, because the idea is that you're not necessarily spending money, right? But you have to spend yeah. a lot of time doing very time. specific things. Which exactly at the end of the day, time is money, Dominic. So yeah, so you just yeah. make it harder for me to do it. Yeah. I just I just want it simple, but I know that you gotta keep making money from these things. I, I mean, wait a minute. I'm trying to think how they make money from this game. You still can buy some things, right? I think some uh, things you can still buy. Are there things that you can directly buy? I don't recall, to be honest. If you can't, then I don't know. That this game is stupid. <laughs> because for me to get costumes, I gotta work my ass off. I mean, it, it's not even work my ass off. It's like spending so much time yeah that's the thing it's not even me being good i could be good and still take a long time i just hope it's easier to get costumes but yeah i wouldn't mind it i wouldn't mind another injustice i do what kind of want to crossover another crossover though Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat uh versus dc like two yeah that could be cool what what is what would your level of interest for a marvel game be I mean that's cool too. I mean I'm yeah. I'm curious to see how they do it. Absolutely. I mean especially cuz you think about like how violent those even the DC games are like you're throwing people from space and run them over with batmobiles and whatnot. Obviously there's no like graphic violence of They need to just do DC versus Marvel. That's what they need to do. I mean, you know, now we're talking Marvel versus Capcom as made by the developers of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Now we're talking. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm interested to see what Nether Realms would do with basically any property. I mean, there was that, there was that time where they were making the WWE fighting game on phones, and I really wish they had made an actual game of that on, like a console game of that, because the concepts for that were cool and and similar in some ways to like Battlegrounds, where it was like, oh, well, here's you know, this guy, but with like superpowers or whatever, but it was very much like you take what 
like their gimmick is like Triple H and you basically turn him into Shao Kahn. You take Brock and you turn him into some like freaking um, Solomon Grundy looking motherfucker. You know, that that was really cool. And I wish they would they would do something like that. That would be a, a nice kick in the pants for WWE as far as uh, actually caring about the level of product that they're putting out. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I would be obviously interested in a Marvel fighting game by nether realms like that, that puts together a lot of things that I like. So also wouldn't mind just more stuff for mortal Kombat Cause you know, still don't have Ermac in there. And that was my main in 11 and even nine. So, all right, Dominic, the last one I got here, the ongoing saga. You said 11. You said, wait a minute. Ermac was 10 and nine. Oh yeah. That's yeah. He, so apparently he is an 11 in the crypt. He gets thrown off the pit and lands. Yeah. I see that. I saw that. Yeah. The level of fucking disrespect, man. I know. Cause I saw somebody talking about like, Oh, if they do more DLC, I'd like to see him in there because you know, you see his new design and I was like, Oh, I want to see his new design. And I looked him up and I saw that video. I was like, Oh, come on. How rude. But he does have a cool costume in there because he was like all bandaged and now he's back to like being more ninja looking. Anyway. All right, Dominic. So the ongoing saga, Apple versus Epic, we are now to the point where they are actually facing off in court. Um, and there's stuff to be talked about there. But the the interesting thing is like all the news that's coming out around this stuff because like emails and whatnot are are coming out from all this as part of discovery. So uh, some of the stuff I saw was like Sony is getting paid by game studios who are requesting to do cross play. Uh, That doesn't seem very consumer friendly, Dominic. What do you think? (laughs) So wait a minute. So game studios have to pay them to do cross play. Mm, That's what it sounds like now. I I haven't seen a full explanation of this and I haven't actually seen the emails. So I wonder if there's like, I can understand if Sony goes, okay, if you want to put Fortnite on my platform, you got to sweeten the deal for me a little bit because people could be buying skins that they could be, should be buying on our system on, you know, Epic store or Microsoft store. And they're getting a cut that I'm not now getting a cut of. Right. So yeah. I, I get a little bit of that, but if it's just like, Hey, we didn't want to do this, but you know, basically the, the landscape forced us to, because Microsoft was like pushing a little harder for openness. We'll do it, but you gotta, you gotta sweeten the pot for us. You gotta give us a little under the table if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I wonder, cause you know, everybody was like, Oh, Sony's finally doing it. They're giving us cross play. Cause they were, they were always the one that seemed like they were against it. Right. Like everybody, yeah. Phil Spencer's out there like, Oh yeah, this would benefit everybody. And they were the only kind of stopping block. So yeah. And then in addition to that, there was also some information about some Fortnite skins that were supposed to be coming out, including Lady Gaga, The Rock, Samus, which we talked about who from Nintendo would you put in that game? And your your favorite, Dominic, LeBron James. You got to get that Fortnite LeBron James skin. What do you think? 
Um, that's fine because I don't play this game, so they can do whatever <laughs> the fuck they want. Good God. Yeah. So that's fun. It, that is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is. Uh, I mean, I mean, if I see LeBron just getting shot the hell up, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <God>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it, I'll be him. I'll be LeBron because I know I'm going to lose. So I was like, "Come shoot me, shoot this motherfucker." Yeah, it, it's just part of it's weird because it sounds like a lot of these skin. Like I, I heard specific talk of like LeBron being done, and like why wouldn't they have released him by now? And obviously there was, you know. I don't know if his injuries would at all, you know, make them want to delay it. It feels like he's just as big a star. Really, to me, you would just hold it until Space Jam comes out, right? Yeah. If they allow you to do that. Because it it does get weird when you're like, oh, here's this guy. We're going to put him in our game and he gets shot up. But he's also in this kid's movie that also has the weird rapist murderers from the uh, Clockwork Orange. So (laughs) (laughs) the druggers, I don't I don't know. But I I never really thought about that because they already have people in there like Ninja. But like just putting a celebrity in that game as a skin to be shot up seems very weird. I mean, hey, nobody's it's not any bad press about it. So, hey, it's all good. That's true. That is true. Samus, again, still interested to see what they would do there because she has a gun. Do you make her gun into the gun? Do you do you make her hold a gun and just give her two regular still arms? Still wants them to put Mario, man, the long, elongated Mario. The long Mario, yeah. Long, tall <laughs> Mario. Gross. <laughs> Maybe one day, Dominic. If, if Samus sells as well as he would hope. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I but put a Sonic. I want to see a Sonic, a long game oh, Sonic. Gosh. Sonic a long oh, legs. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if by the time if if Fortnite is still as popular as it is right now, by the time the Sonic 2 movie comes out, I would not at all be surprised to see Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, J- James Marston. They would definitely the be in well Sonic was already is. in Fall Guys. But they would definitely put the other ones in Party and Fall Guys, too. They yeah. should do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So. I like, Fall really... Guys need to get on to that. They need to start getting <laughs> I mean, they, they definitely yeah. do. Just sign up everybody. You got to go the Funko Pop route, man. Get every property you freaking can. Doesn't matter if it sells well or not. It takes you five seconds to come up with these figures. Um, yeah. The. I don't really have any interest in exploring any further the, the idea of Apple versus Epic right now. I Oh no, nah, me neither. I think we've talked about it. You know, it it's two big corporations fighting they, for They are going to they're going to come together to for Epic themselves. It, it's it's just so weird now that we're like what a maybe it hasn't been quite a year, but it's been over 6 months since Fortnite was no longer an iPhone game and it doesn't really feel like it's changed much. It feels like it's just as popular as it was. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess one of the other details that came out of this is that they've spent like, ah, oh shit, I saw the number. I think it's like 11 to $15 billion on games for free uh, Epic Store games. 
So, you know, appreciate that, Dominic. You got to appreciate what they're giving us. Appreciate it and only played like one of them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they they said they're losing money on the store and hey man, that's oh no, it's 11 million. Sorry. I knew billion sounded like way too much. They made they made 9 billion dollars in the first 2 years of Fortnite though. So. Mm. Good mm. lord. Yeah. <laughs> that 11 million doesn't sound like much to be losing on that store. They got then, enough to do save the world. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do, Don. Fortnite but it would just save be for world. you. Yep. So yes, I finally got my game. Now I need people to play <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and some of the other characters that they uh, apparently have skins for: Naruto, Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games, The Bride from Kill Bill, John McClane from Die Hard, and Snake Plissken from Escape from New York and L.A. and all those. So, yeah, they are truly getting. The only to the Snake point. Plissken I know is. Metal Gear from Metal Gear 2 <laughs> is a solid snake. It's solid snake when he's named himself Snake Plissken. Yeah. That's what people say. Oh, that's from um, Escape from New York. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know what the fuck Escape from New York is. <laughs> How dare you disrespect Kurt Russell? Was, Kurt okay, Russell and I've never seen it. Dominic. i never seen it. watch it. Yeah, watch it. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on there. You got anything else for the week, Dominic, before we get into new releases? Uh, nah, I think I'm good, man. All right. We got Wreckfest for the PS5, and that is currently the PS Plus game for PS5 exclusively this month. So if you got that, check that out. Download that on the website if you don't have a PS5, just to save yourself for the future. You got Skate City for the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Seems like it's getting middling to higher reviews. Nothing spectacular but seems cool chill skateboarding game kind of cell shady block look to it so that's neat we got metro exodus enhanced edition for the pc this is a free upgrade if you already own a metro exodus on the pc it adds stuff like ray tracing and all that fanciness and this version will be coming to consoles in june and then of course dominic we got resident evil village on the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Google Stadia. So, if you're into Resident Evil, now is your time. Check that out. And of course, there's going to be lots of Resident Evil stuff happening this this year. You got that uh, show, the cartoon, cartoon CG thing coming what out is- on Netflix later this year. Oh yeah, it's later this year, that's right. Yeah, yeah with Leon in the White House. Getting overrun by zombie Joe Biden. It's already halfway there, Dominic. You have anything else for the week before we shut this thing down? Nope. I think I'm good, man. All right, Dominic. <sighs> All right, everybody. Thank you, all, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. Podcast is at Superpod, S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. Has links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast. If you are not watching that currently, um, you will see that it has gameplay footage behind it, relevant to whatever we've been talking about this week. And 
You can also find us in regular podcast feeds such as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Until next time, guys, we'll see you later. All right, see you.